Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shoes. Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Was anybody all screwed up this whole weekend? I mean, because with Wednesday and Thursday off, and then Friday we were here. Yeah, Friday Saturday was like so, a one-off, and then so weird. I, I was I was all confused, and plus it probably didn't help that I didn't have much going on this weekend. So I was like way confused on what day it was. Oh no, I had a I had an action-packed schedule this weekend. It was fun, a lot of fun times. Got to see Jeff on Saturday. Isn't that great? Wow. That's, Lucky. A, that's a weekend maker dude, right there. That dude. Saturday was just what an A plus day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fantastic. A plus day to be outside. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Had the top off the car. I saw Jeff on his motorcycle. Tank top in it as well. I mean, you Tank can barely top. contain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff comes cruising up on his motorcycle on his tank top. Yeah. <laughs> said, want to ride? <laughs> said, room for one more? <laughs> Tease. So instead of nuts to butts, I just straddled them up front. Yeah, there we go. That's a uh, happy Monday, everybody. You guys faced each other? We faced each other, yeah. <laughs> and he drove looking over my shoulder. <laughs> as long as I got a helmet on. That's an image that so I will weird. never be able to burn out of my brain. This is where you went at 6 a.m. 
<laughs> Safety first. Yeah. Did you go anywhere special on the bike? I know. Well, you you met us at yeah. Hot Shots. Yeah, no, I went for a little bit of a ride afterwards. Later Where'd you go? Afternoon, uh, just out uh, like um, Wild Horse Creek Road, uh, out to Pacific, out to Gray Summit, FF. Oh, nice. That kind of, yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. Nice. Yeah. Dallas, and then came back. <laughs> Took a wrong turn and wound up in Dallas. <laughs> so you, I didn't see your Jeep with the top off. I'm upset. I oh, haven't yeah. seen it yet with the top off. Well, the way I, ha- it's got that like, um, it's almost like T top. It's right? almost like T top. Yeah. 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 Okay. You and you can quickly. take the whole damn thing off, right? Or is it that's all that happens? Oh no, you can. I mean, it yeah. could. Yeah. I could take the whole thing off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Saturday was a top off day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could take the front off. It's a couple screws and it's pretty quick, right? Oh, that yeah. takes to five minutes. And the dilemma was, do I keep it off when I come to work today? And I always look at the weather. I get paranoid. I get weather paranoid. Mm-hmm. I saw a twenty percent chance of rain today. I said, oh, well. That's enough for me. No That's, thanks. Uh, 80% not going to rain. But my luck. As I say, you put it back on, didn't you? My luck while I'm here, well, while I'm in this windowless room, not knowing what's going on right outside the building, my luck, it's going to storm. Right. Well, so you don't Just know. here. You don't know what's going on outside and not even from a weather standpoint as well. Yeah, nothing. You could come out and you could have Just- no seats. Just here, and listen, we got the uh, we got the local news on, uh-huh. but they say scattered thunderstorms today. Yeah, you they, they they keep. I hate when they say this. They go pop up storms. Yeah, I have the pop probably going to pop up right above my car. Yeah, it doesn't help a guy with a jeep. It's going to pop up right above my car. I don't think any weathercasters have jeeps. They say no, oh, just pop ups. What does that mean? No, tell me. No, of course it's not going to rain. No. Of course it's not. But I took the kids to uh, to Dave and Buster's on Friday night. Haven't been there in years. Yeah. Well, they wanted to go to, uh, I said, uh, all right, kids. Where do you want to go? They said, Six Flags. And I said, uh, Six Flags, huh? Nah. <laughs> Six Flags is on fire. Closed. <laughs> It was hot out Friday. Yeah, it was. Friday was hot. So I took them to Dave and Buster's, and they have some kind of deal where it's like 10 bucks, and they could play an hour's worth of video games. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Wow. And when you go at like 4.30, it's empty. So that was fun. AM or PM? That was PM, I'm assuming. PM, yes. Okay. PM. And then uh, Saturday, took them to go see uh, the new Ant-Man movie, which was terrific. A lot of people went to that movie. It was terrific. I really enjoyed it. And then Sunday, uh, we celebrated my daughter's birthday. Her birthday's today. But nice. Went out for uh, for dinner. She'd go anywhere she wants. Anywhere she wants. She wants to go to the melting pot. Oh, oh great. That's a whole wow. thing. Wow. No way. <laughs> Your daughter's celebrating her, what, eighth birthday? Seventh birthday? Seventh. Has been to the melting pot at least one more times than I have. Yes. <laughs> I was going to guess sushi, actually. No. Melting pot last night. Yes. <laughs> it's hunkered down for a two and a half hour meal. We uh, leave stinking like cheese.
At seven, I don't even think I knew what the melting pot was. You know what she remembers of it? That you get to dip your food? The chocolate at the end. Uh. <laughs> you know, she likes the cheese at the beginning and the chocolate at the end. Sure. Could have got, got the same thing at the corral. <laughs> <laughs> this time in fountain form. Probably would have cost way less. Oh, guaranteed. Way, way less. less. <laughs> way less. Yeah, that's a, that's a hunker down for a, for a while. We're going to be here for a little bit. I didn't think about that. Is that the only two menu items that those two places share? But. Man, you could have spent an eighth of the money if you went uh, to Golden Corral. <laughs> Abs- and had a, had a bunch of different things to choose from. <laughs> You've never been there? Never. Oh, you and your wife would love it. I've never been there. <laughs> you ever been there, Moon? <laughs> um, Yeah, years and years ago. Same here. It's not yeah. fondue. It's fondue. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a bad experience. At the melting pot? The one in Nashville. I've never been to the one in St. Louis. I walked in the one in Nashville years ago, and they would not. They uh, let's just say I had tattoos, and I wasn't the clientele that the particular. The guy. melting pot, dude. They didn't serve me for forty minutes, and eventually I just asked somebody what's going on, and they kind of didn't give me an answer, and I left. I had to call. Really? Yeah, it was like a hey man, I just want to let you know that like they weren't serving me, and I think it was like we don't serve your con around here. It was kind of I yeah, honestly, it was very uh-huh. very blatant as well. So well, I, Nashville, I kinda, huh? Yeah, so hmm. the Nashville one owes me a dinner. Hmm. But I had a great experience at the other the other. Uh, where did I? The go? one in town and country that were very nice over there. I've never hmm. been to the one in St. Louis. I forget where. I Now, was. if you don't know what that is, you know what fondue is, right? Scott? Yes. Yes. It's uh, four courses to a four-course meal. They bring the cheese out. They melt the cheese in the in the pot. And they give you some dipping things, and you dip the stuff in the cheese, and you eat it. Mm. Then it. you get a salad. <laughs> and then uh, the dinner part, you got to basically cook your own dinner. Mm. <laughs> Here you go. You cook this. We're just going to let you use our stuff. Honestly, though, if you, well, first of all, I love fondue because my family grew up doing it. It was like a um, monthly tradition and it was so much fun. So when I got to go to Melting Pot, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Good luck getting to the main course and not being completely full. You got to pace yourself. Oh, my gosh. And I wasn't ready for that. You got to pace yourself. (laughs) No, Tony, they give you like a a plate of uh, raw meats. You could go, uh, you know, your steak, your chicken, your pork, your seafood, whatever you want, and the different grades of steak as well. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at their menu. Oh, right they got now. Big different grades, giant like uh, tiger prawns or oh, yeah, uh, yeah. This huge shrimp. And then you uh, you got the fondue forks. Yep. And you spear your meat, spear your protein, and you you put it in the pot, cook it, broth in there, and you cook it two to minutes your, to your desire. Two minutes at least for chicken and pork. And then you pull it out and you go, mmm, I just cooked my own dinner. <laughs> I worked for this. It is fun. I just cooked my own dinner in here, waiter or waitress. Here's the tip for you. <laughs> yes. Again, I, again, I'll say we, we did it and it was like the most fun dinner nights we would ever have. So it's actually kind of making more sense now that I'm thinking about it that your daughter would want to have a dinner there. Yeah. Nah, you sit around, we laugh. Oh, it's so much fun. Laugh, have a good time. It's and all about fellowship. It really is. <laughs> and then at the end, you get the, the chocolate. 
you know, they melt the chocolate in there, and you get the you know the marshmallows and the Rice Krispie treats, and well, you dip that stuff, and you leave there Did at this, least ten pounds heavier. That so, is that is legit what the chocolate fountain is at Corral. Yeah, but it's just it's just it just keeps going. You don't have to do it. They've got the strawberries, the Rice Krispie treats, the the bananas, the pineapple, the whatever. They got fifty things there that you just. And then give it a yeah, little dip. Yeah, but and also go. there you have kids putting their hands in. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! That's fun. Ooh, there's different. There's different types of chocolate that come. Oh in the yeah! Oh yeah! And they come in there's the varieties. Room. Nice. We went with the s'mores one. Oh, I was gonna say oh, chocolate s'mores right too. here. I would probably go cookies and cream, marshmallow dream. Is it because it rhymes, or is it just because that's... I only eat foods that rhyme. That you know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's why you never have oranges. That's, no, that's why he's got the ham and spam sandwich. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh, God. I do want to discuss something that um, I was talking to some Team Riz members I was talking to some Team Riz members on uh, Saturday over the Hot Shots. Hot Shots Fenton. I mean, just Team Riz out in full force. Out in full force on Saturday. Took over that bitch. Great time, though. Jeff, huh? Really was a good time. Great time. So we were discussing uh, some punishment ideas. Actually, Moon and I were going back and forth on on Friday about this, and I thought uh, maybe I'd bring the Team Riz members into the fold here. As far as the new punishment goes for real or fake. You told them the ideas? I did. I wanted to get. You want to gauge? You I wanted to, to gauge. Because they're. <laughs> I wanted to gauge. The few people that I told are like, oh my. I wanted to gauge. Goodness. Now, if you missed Friday's show, King Scott lost. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are joking with me. So we need to <sighs> uh, get a date for King Scott's dancing at Scarlet's. Heard there's a spot open in 2025. Nope. So, okay. Slightly earlier than that. So it'll be two songs of uh, our choice. I get to pick a song. Boon gets to pick a song. I think you guys had a great idea up in the office. And Jeff told me about this when I guess I went to the can. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just a song that would just be out of left field. You may say my idea. What yeah, song I said? Yeah, I mean, this is a, what a great idea this would be. The theme from Barney, the "I Love You" song. Oh, that's so creepy. I said the theme from Sesame Street. Would yeah, be Sesame hilarious. Street. Wow, that's so creepy. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to strip to that. Those aren't that long, though. Those are like two Here minutes. Here you go. All right, it's time for King Scott, <laughs> the itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> I love you. You it's love a good me. Song. What about just like a TV sitcom theme? Oh, yeah. Like Today's full house. Mash. Everywhere oh, man. You Do the theme from Mash. <laughs> we just got to figure out which one is long. Or Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> no, the song's got to be a minimum two and a half minutes. Oh, for sure. Minimum. Up to a certain... Like okay. 11 minutes is as Up high to, as it goes. And got a DeVita? You want to make a cap of five minutes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I was going to do the first uh, first side of Dark Side of the Moon. My <laughs> version song, of Whippin' right? Post is 21 minutes long. <laughs> do that. <laughs> Get this man a chair. <laughs> 
Well, anyway, so talking to some of the Team Riz members on a Saturday about the ideas we were batting back and forth, and I think maybe we could reveal the, the top two ideas. Oh, you want to? Yeah, 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 sure. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we should. Because I think it's 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 something to debate, and I think I'm leaning one way. Do you want to say one and I'll say the other? On this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Get your idea. Well, why don't you give him your idea first? Come on, you teases. I think I may have said this on the year before. Was the loser for the next contest. You have to take Carl, the mannequin, everywhere for a week. <laughs> so I love ridiculous. that. Everywhere you go, Carl, the mannequin, has to go with you. Minimum one dinner. Minimum one dinner out. One, Yeah, one sit-down dinner. One sit-down dinner, you have to take, you have to take Carl out. And if you were caught without the mannequin, like the Patrico T-shirt that you had to, that punishment to endure. Which, by the way, we saw one Saturday. Remember? Yeah. Somebody at Patrico. Karate Patrico T-shirt. I, uh, I looked at him and said, it must be laundry day. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're caught without the mannequin, it's another week. But you have to treat the mannequin like a date. So if you're, if you're at the restaurant, you have to go to the bathroom. You don't have to bring the mannequin with you, but it's got to stay at the table. <laughs> Do we have to order it food? No, you don't have to order it food. Can I get it though. drunk? You got to order it, a, at least get it a but water. you have to dress it. <laughs> it's got to be dressed. Oh, my God. We can't just take a naked one in. Can we order no for it? No shirt, no shoes, no service. Should we get it a dress or is it in uh Well, depends we on the a, date, man. We have uh, female and male mannequins. That's true. Carlette. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly. Carla. I don't. I don't Carly. know. I don't know what the um, <laughs> what the other mannequins look like as far as like. I know we have some female, but I don't know if it's just torso or if it's full body. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be I the full know. body one. I think we don't. We might only have male full bodies. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent for certain on that though. So minimum one dinner out with the mannequin. It's got to go everywhere you go for the week. Everywhere you go, and I know Jeff, you run. Uh-huh. So God forbid you lose, we'll get you just a we'll get you just a torso, and put backpack straps on it, and you have to run with it. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me, really? You yeah, oh, yeah. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, the, I was thinking Chewbacca and uh, C three PO yeah, from Empire like, Strike Back. That's a good one too. God. We're gonna have to fashion some sort of harness for well, it. Well, listen, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. Okay. But again, you have to dress it up, and it's got to go everywhere with you. And that that leads us to Moon's idea. This is the no blade punishment. You are not, or, or <laughs> I like to refer to it as the Robin Williams Jumanji punishment, because that's what you're going to look like when you're not allowed to shave anything. No cutsies, no shaves. So what happens is when the competition starts, all Which of will be us tomorrow, all of us. Have to abide by the rule that you're not allowed to touch your head, touch your beard, touch anything with a blade. When it ends, whoever doesn't lose gets to shave, gets to cut their hair, gets to go back to normal. And the loser isn't allowed to use the blade until Christmas. Now, is it, can you comb your hair and all that stuff, or is it just... Sure, you just, just can't cut it. Okay, okay. You just can't cut it. No cutting beards. No cut. No cutting hair. No cutting hair, no cutting beard. You're going to look like Jumanji by Christmas. Or Forrest Gump when he runs. Every <laughs> run. <laughs> now, here's the only, the only catch with this 
is it's kind of not fair mostly to me and Riz. Because you guys have your beards and it's not you're not going to have all that much of a variation and you're probably going to like it that you get an excuse to grow your <clears throat> mud flap to, to Christmas. That, but he's There's also going to hate the fact that he can't cut his hair. Yeah, that's that's going to drive him nuts. I'll be wearing a lot of hats. That's going to drive him nuts. Yeah. And that that's was what the I other, thought. That was the other thing. Is, you wouldn't agree to it because of your hair. Yeah. Would, would we I'll not, have a beard client. Would we not allow hats? I, I, bet, I, bet you, I bet I bet I bet the uh the beard people you work with would be stoked. I don't know if yeah. it's out of control though. Yeah, you know what I mean cuz one of the things that stuff, the, you put oil But in? one of the things the beard client does is they cut and shampoo and yeah, everything. But, but they're, now they're going to be looking forward to Christmas. They're going to be like, hey yeah, man, come stopped. in, we will shampoo yeah. and we will style yeah, your beard. Christmas, but up <laughs> but until then. You can shampoo and style I'm, not, I'm you cer- just certainly can't. not <laughs> saying I'm against it. I'm the just worst saying part I would of, have to talk with Imagine them. a six month mustache. Like, it's in your mouth. Oh, man. You don't have to floss. <laughs> just talk and it'll floss I, for you. I could give you my opinion, but I don't want to I don't want to sway the, well, the decision. When, when Riz and I were talking about we were cracking up. And somebody, well, we all need to agree on this. Yeah, and right. somebody was like, yeah, "Oh, the give Carl, your opinion because we have to agree on." Somebody it. was like, oh, "The Carl punishment's the worst." Yeah, right. The oh, beard the Carl, one is the mannequin punishment is by far, in my eyes, in my opinion, is a thousand times worse than the beard. Are you kidding? Well, yeah, again, that's because you got the giant beard. Dude, already. let me grow my hair out. Give me a giant beard. That doesn't bother me one bit. Hey, come Thanksgiving, I think you'd be yeah. pretty bothered. Yeah, you're right. I don't think it would. I don't think it would either. I think the beard punishment would be toughest for me. Toughest for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to not shave or or yeah. get a haircut. Yeah. I, mean, I that's, got I got Greek fire videos that I'm I'm we're doing do all not, this. How all long? This month. I mean, the hair the the haircut thing. <clears throat> excuse me. That would uh that would make my barber real sad. <laughs> yeah, I think true about too. A, yeah, cuts my hair, Lee. Money, wonder, out, money out of their pocket for the next six gotta, months. Yeah, I got to tell Slick Cuts. I got to go. Hey, man, I'll see you in September in December. Um. Yeah. All right. So that would be all right. So we start the competition um tomorrow, which would be July tenth. So how many days until Christmas is that? <laughs> That's a lot, man. And also, I'm thinking if I go on a first date. They don't know me well, and I just have hair hanging over my mouth and all that. It's gonna <laughs> that, look awesome. That would be a hundred and sixty-eight days. Wow, dude! I don't. You guys haven't seen my beard. So I mean, that's five that months. Long. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And 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 are we doing that? We would be able to shave like. Obviously, things are closed on Christmas. So are you going Christmas? Looking like a hobo, or yes. are you? Yeah, yeah, that's part of it. So you show up to the holidays looking yeah, get, like a complete disaster. You do Christmas uh, family photos. You're gonna look like Robin Williams in Jumanji. What a rough I'm season. <laughs> what about for those of us that manscape? I uh, know no blade. A blade cannot touch your body. Oh my god! No blades, no bows. You, you can, can rip it out here. if you want. Can I just do nair? Is that okay? Uh, no <laughs> hair removal of any kind. See, now you're changing your story. <laughs> Damn it. So it's call the mannequin for a week, everywhere you go, <laughs> minimum one dinner. And if somebody asks, what's the deal with the mannequin? You have to say, what mannequin? <laughs> I love Which one's or, or no blade. It's an awful long punishment. Oh, That's and the mannequin. Very long punishment. Did you say that there was, you had to go to at least one dinner with it? Yes. Okay. At least one dinner. Yeah. Dude, the, the no we're not, and you're not so talking like drive through hitting a drive through. You're talking about go in and you sit have to down. Go in and have a sit down meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't at for, a 
at a uh, like Lone Stars. <laughs> it has to be a place. It can't be like a sit down meal at Burger King. Yeah, yeah. No. like you have to have a waitress yeah, or gotta, a waiter. It's gotta be like melting pot or something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you walk in and they what are they gonna say? Table for two. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and don't forget the the, the no blade punishment. All of us are going to have to deal with that starting tomorrow, meaning all of us are going to want to get it over with as quick as possible. Everybody's going to be trying to end and, and win this competition so you can blade up. Here, here's, here's something else that, that we need to think about as far as the mannequin punishment goes. You are required to go to one meal. It's a sit-down meal. You can't have anybody come with you. It literally has to be just you and the, and the mannequin. Like you can't bring like your oh, wife, really? so it's you, your wife, and your man. Oh, it literally has worse. to be just the two of you. Oh. We gotta stop talking about this. We're gonna make it worse. All right, wow. deal. Oh. Wow. Deal. Like you can't be like, oh, yeah, table for two, and it's you and your wife, and then you bring the mannequin in. Literally, it has you, and you have to go table for two. All and right, it's the two of you. That's, so it's the Carl punishment or full Williams, we'll call it. <laughs> full Williams. <laughs> That's Robin Williams. Full Williams. Yeah, look at Robin Williams from uh, Fisher King. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> He's got a beard on his body. All right, let's, let's start a Twitter poll. And not saying we're going to go with what the results are. We'll use it as a just a guide. But I'll tell you, the Team Riz members I've talked to, and there were quite a few there on Saturday, they love the mannequin idea. Yeah. They're thinking mannequin. He, he, can I, I'm just going to say this is kind of like a topper. I think there's an opportunity for us to, I can't believe I'm saying this, for us to get the mannequin punishment in and still do the full Williams and still have it be ridiculous. Oh, like on another, on the next On the next around. one, we yeah, can do full Williams, true. and guess what? Instead of Christmas, it's New Year's. And then we'll shave you on stage at New Year's. Oh. Yeah, but also... If we do that, then you're cutting, you know, because sometimes these competitions go 12 weeks. Right. I mean, still. Then you're cutting still three months think off. about it, though. Still yeah, but three I mean, months. How I, long is that right there, your facial hair right now? I shaved yesterday. Okay, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, like, I, 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 I get my beard trim and get my hair cut every other week. So if I don't, it's a disaster. It's going to be a hot mess. I mean, I will, ha- and I have, and this is, and and I actually talked. And about- that's, by the way, going into the blue season, right? Which is fine. And yes. I, I talked to, I talked to Moon about this the other day. I mean, dude, not kidding. My beard and my hair is, they are both damn near straight. So my hair will go straight down to my shoulders. Like it doesn't curl, it doesn't flip, it doesn't do anything. It goes straight down. Mm. Well, Moon's putting a Twitter poll up. Okay. Here's how it's worded. Time to weigh in on the next Riz Show Real or Fake Punishment. One, you have to take Carl the Mannequin everywhere you go for a week, including a private sit-down dinner. Or two, you aren't allowed to cut your hair or shave until Christmas. And then the poll is dinner with Carl, no blade Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. All right. Activate the poll. And we're using it as a suggestion. Okay. let's Real quick, let's go around the room, the five of us. The five people participating. If right now, and the, and we're, we're giving ourselves a day to think about it. If right now you had to make the decision, you would go with? Mannequin. Moon? I'm going to say mannequin only because I think the blade thing is way worse. Jeff? Mannequin. 
Yeah, I would do mannequin because it's better socials. I would do mannequin too. Yeah, for, and that was my reason too. Which, better which socials. Le- which and, leads me to believe that the beard <clears throat> thing is worse because all of us that are potentially yeah. going to deal with it. No, well, I, I picked. The, I think there's more the, of a bang with the with the Carl thing. I pick. I mannequin picked mannequin thing. as far as what would I rather you know do? I mean? well, yeah, one's a slow uh, burn, but we're going to look at like complete buffoons by Thanksgiving. Yeah. Every day is going to be a punishment. I picked mannequin as far as what would I rather do? I'd rather do the beard punishment because that's nothing. That's sitting there. The mannequin thing is you literally have to bring this thing everywhere. There is a possibility. Let's see. What is it? Three months? There's a possibility I got to bring this thing to a blues game with me. Uh, yeah, but it's, only, yeah, but it's only a week. Yeah, but you put uh, a blues jersey a on it and sand it next a to you. Week, and it's we a go a lot of places during a week, the week. Everywhere you go. You want to go to karate with your kids? You better put a belt on that mannequin. And you better dress him up like Cobra Kai and bring him. You want... We got a softball game. You better bring that damn when thing. When I go to my guitar lesson, I got to bring Carl with me. We got to we got to sit a guy because you got to bring Carl out the right field with you. <laughs> yeah, you got to run around the bases with Carl strapped to your back. And the only thing, the the only reason, the other reason that I would vote for the Carl thing is because I think it's completely unfair because you two wouldn't play the game fair and shave to start it. <clears throat> huh? You would shave. to I'm start saying the it would be fair and fun if we did the beard thing and everybody shaved to, yeah, a, to, start. A, to an equal length. Tomorrow and uh, on the start, and you guys wouldn't do it. Okay, might. well then let's do the Carl thing. I would, I would do it. I don't care. You do would shave your beard. You I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. I planned on shaving the beard on Wednesday. Dude, so, why, no what's Wednesday? way. That's when I got a haircut appointment, and I was going to have like, him do shave it. Shave it all the, off. It was going to be like close to the face, but yeah, that's it was, awesome. It was going on Wednesday. That's Jeff, why now I got to wait to see what the punishment is. Jeff, well, let's say you. Mm, I don't know. I was going to get a pretty good trim, but I wasn't going to get as close as you. Let's see what everybody says on the Twitter poll, okay? That'd be awesome. Again, it's just a suggestion. Right. Now I'm voting for that just to see if Jeff would shave. Yeah, I think if we do the no shave thing, I think we should all start from even. Even Steven. An even playing field. I mean, Scott has to cut his hair. Yeah. That's true. I would shave my head today. Like this, Me like too. like you Scott's length. Make Scott's grand. length is where I was pretty much going as far as beard wise. You could trade that for a car right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a down payment on a car. A decent car. <laughs> it too. really is. Alright, let's get the Team Riz member of the day. And now here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. Alright, today's Team Riz member of the day comes to us from Brighton, Illinois. It's Jamie Schultz. Hey Jamie! Jamie's a huge fan, listens all the time. He comes to all of our events. And who wore his cowboy hat to uh, New Year's Eve? I guess he was at New Year's Eve. Yeah, he had a he had a cowboy hat oh, on. He had a cowboy hat on. I remember Jamie. He comes to all the events, and I even wore his cowboy hat to our New Year's uh, our New Year's Eve party. Oh, I wrote that improperly. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, so you wore his hat? I think everybody wore his hat okay. at some point. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I wore his hat. <laughs> uh, he is still trying to figure out the right moment to crack open his bottle of jerk juice. Oh. How about that blast from the past? Loves playing real or fake, matchup with Moon. Loves when, he, uh, when we interview people like uh, you know Tom Green and Kevin Smith, for example. Well, thank you, Jamie. Jamie Schultz is the Team Riz member of the, day, uh, of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. You know, it was a gorgeous weekend now. 
Saturday was magnificent. Sunday got a little hotter. And I think it's supposed to get progressively hotter as the week goes on. You got that right. But you know what? We're in the middle of a global heat wave right now. Like Southern California is ridiculous, they're saying. Yeah, it's like, really? what, 108, 109 or something ridiculous. like that? That always happens for about a week every summer. And they always freak out. In Southern California? Yeah. yeah. Same time of year, every year. Yeah. Well, because normally it's like 65 and sunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every day. Every summer there's a heat wave and they all panic. Well, it's not just the U.S. It's so hot that it's gotten up to uh, over 90 degrees in Siberia. Jeez. Siberia. And that's almost double the normal temperature at this time of the year. It's so hot that a road melted in Newcastle, England. And a guy's foot sank in and he got stuck. The fire department had to use a hammer and chisel to get this guy out in this pictures. It's so hot that it's slowing down stock trading. The humidity is affecting radio transmissions to data centers in New Jersey which is adding about eight microseconds to every stock trade, and that could actually make a huge difference. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn. It's so hot that the fields in the country whales are drying up and revealing evidence of ancient civilizations underneath them. Wow. That's pretty startling. And I'll have this in news later. Like, people are dying in Canada. Because it's so hot there. They don't have air, they don't have air conditioners. Like, we live in Canada. What the hell do we need an air conditioner for? Yeah. They it's don't like, have air conditioners in Canada? Well, I mean, some places, some people don't have them. Like, Seattle has no AC in any place. Yeah. And it's disgustingly hot all the time. Like, normally, uh, you know, it doesn't get hot enough to warrant an air conditioning, I guess. Hmm. But there are, like, uh, some 50-some-odd people who died. Wow. Just in the past couple of days in Canada, it's so hot. All right, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. Jeff? Yeah, we talked a little bit about everybody coming out to uh, Hot Shots on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And this is Eric said, uh, just want to let you guys know, me and the wife had a great time. Hot Shots Summerfest on Saturday. I very much am an introvert and kind of walked to the side of things, but it was awesome when Jeff came over to us and started a small conversation, even though he was busy with other things. Talked us into doing the races that they had there. Oh, the vibrator races. Yes, yes those. From uh, Patricia's. We're out uh, there. I won, and so did uh, our listener, our, our emailer here, Eric. He won, by the way, he said. Not sure if he should be proud of that. Of course he should yes, be proud. He should. And he said, thanks for the hospitality and a good time. They listen every single day. You know, it was, uh, it was funny because Jeff and I were playing. They had giant beer pong <laughs> there. So it was it was trash barrels, and you did basketball, and you, you, know, you played as if you were playing beer pong. And... I guess beer pong has become popular over the past, what, 10 years? 10, 15 years? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say, when I was in college, the semester and a half that I went, it was not a thing. And Jeff and I were on one team playing another, you know, another two guys. And I guess we don't really know the rules. Right. And we look like idiots. Oh. Like two old, <laughs> idiots. out of touch morons. Yep. You got it from start to finish. Yeah, I think it started its popularity right around 2003. So the 15 year thing is probably right. Right. I was out of I was out of college. Yeah, when I was quote unquote in college, we actually played ping pong. Uh huh. We had a ping yeah, pong table too, in the Jeff. house, as a matter of fact, and we played every single day. But some of these rules, you know, I didn't know. 
They didn't play beer pong because of prohibition when Jeff was in college. <laughs> That's not true. It's not true. It's right after. <laughs> so we knock on the speakeasy door. <laughs> Say, you got any beer pong in hey, here? Let's play moonshine pong, huh? <laughs> yeah, what were some of the rules we didn't know? Uh, there was one where if it bounces off the rim oh, and goes up, too. can you swat it away or yeah, not? And could, we did not play that rule. Didn't, didn't yeah, nobody you, else was playing that rule. If you, if you bounce, you could swat it. And uh, if, if you bounce it and it goes in, that's two cups that go away. Both both balls go in. They get the balls back. If you both make it in the same cup, you remove three cups. Yeah, so this was like you make morons. it in and you take it out. That was pretty much it. Yeah, there's a. everybody has their own house rules. And there was a redemption rule at the end. Yeah, right. yeah, you 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 shoot till you miss. Oh, oh that my yeah. God, I mean, yeah. Oh man, it's it. There are some crazy rules. There's specific rules for guys and for gals. Well, so like, Jeff and I play Arkansas rules. Right. Yes. That's why I brought my sister. <laughs> if you remember, we had in college. Side in, note: We won. By the uh -huh. way, in college, uh, in in our basement, we had a, we put up a big board, and we kept score. For the entire year uh, that we lived in the place, you excelled at that, not graduating, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely excelled in that, Mister Semester and a Half. But yes, I did. Yeah, I played hearts a lot. <laughs> I thought you just throw the ball in the bucket. That's it, and it's, you're done. There's and so much more than away. that. There's tons of strategy, and then you take a bucket away, and then whoever has uh, no buckets at the end, the other team wins. Right? That's, That's it. I thought. Apparently we not. We tried to get it to do like strip. Strip beer pong, they, they uh -huh, wouldn't do they that. Wouldn't go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Just going through the rules. Next. Uh, good morning. This good morning. one wants to be anonymous, and you'll know why. I'm catching up on the podcast during the news. Riz, Riz had a story about a professor that died in a sex, sex dungeon. Yeah, oh yeah. Question was raised of what would you tell your kids if that was like the last thing that we know about dad or about grandpa or Uncle Steve or whatever. Uh, this person had this happen in their family. An uncle was missing on his way home from work. He was found dead in his vehicle. The family was all told that he passed away from a heart attack. Our emailer did some research, looked into the local paper from where he was found. He had passed away from autoerotic asphyxiation. To this day, the family doesn't know. To this day, the family thinks it was a heart attack. Other than our emailer, the brother, and the parents, because our emailer showed them the newspaper article. To my knowledge, his children still believe it was a heart attack. I mean, so if you have a relative pass away in a manner like that, do you tell the kids? I mean, I don't I think there's when the time is right. Well, when is the time right? I don't know. I don't think there's any reason to bring that up. If the kids are too young now, what's it? What you know? Let's say this happens when your kid is seven, and you do this to yourself, and you die in ten years when they're seventeen. What good is to come and say, "Oh, by the way, Dad died doing this"? You could do the David Carradine weekend, where it's like, "Hey, we're going to watch all his films this weekend." Hey, speaking of David Carradine, you know <laughs> <Yes>. your father. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, that's... your father was a huge fan. <laughs> Dressed like him a bit. Yeah, I just leave it, and if they ever find out and ask you, then you don't. I, I, I don't. You know, you say I don't want. I didn't want you to think of your father that way. Right. And what would he get? I mean, like, I don't want that to be his legacy. Like, how do you? You know, hey, I just found out that dad died doing this and this and this. Why didn't you tell me? Well, how do you feel right now? Because you were seven. This is why I didn't tell you. Yeah, I don't want that to be. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that to be his legacy. Uh. -uh. You know, your father did some great things. 
The last thing he did, not so great. Not so good. Why bring it up? That's why the buddy system is always. Always down 9-1 first. You always need the buddy system when you do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what Jeff and I always say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jeff and I always do say. We always say that. About other people that do that stuff, not us. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. And, you know, there are different. It doesn't have to be just that. It could be, you know, other things, you know, other suicides. and Yeah. And if it's not your immediate family and you are a cousin or something like that, I don't think it's your responsibility to let anyone know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's not your job. I mean, even in certain families, like a divorce is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I remember finding out in my 30s of a close relative that got divorced when she was younger. And I was like, what? Why was this kept from me? And then, you know, my, my, my parents like, because it's none of your business. Because you were a kid and it wasn't your business. This actually, and I, and I just thought of this, one of my buddies, he was always told that his dad died of a heart attack and he died from alcoholism. Like he basically wrecked his body. Yeah. Like he died of lizard, liver disease and it was like, they said like the cause of death was alcoholism. Lizard disease. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> liver, don't that's tell your kids about that. that. Oh, God, God, don't stop, tell anybody. Don't you that stop off. that. That's what Larry King has. <laughs> 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 oh damn! But don't tell anybody. Uh, oh man! <laughs> oh, where were we? It's only Monday, and he's bringing out the big guns already. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you were yeah. fifty-four minutes in. I remember finding out about that divorce thing. I was like, I was offended. I couldn't believe that I wasn't told. And then when they said it wasn't your business, I went, Oh gosh, I guess you're right. Yeah, I remember my dad told me that he was married before when I was uh, fifteen or sixteen. Whoa, really? Yeah. And how did that hit you? Shocking. Did he tell you and your brother at the same time? Did no, he told me. Did it kind of mess you up a little he bit? He never even told your brother? I mean, maybe he told He maybe told my brother later. Oh, wow. Oh, here's the thing. I was told He that casually I, brought it up, too. I was told, uh, Speaking of David Carradine, yeah, I've been married before. I was told I was adopted when I was in second grade. Um, and it came up pretty... I hate to use this word. It came up pretty organically. Um, but I had a relative who was told that he was adopted when he was 25, and he went off the deep end. Yeah. I, I he, could... he, he lost it. Oh, if I was adopted, I would much rather be told, like, early. Mm, oh, yeah. It was yeah. Great. Like, if I was told now, like, if my dad was like, hey, seriously, let's sit down, you're adopted, I would probably go bananas. <laughs> like, I would go. Oh, he flipped I it. would go nuts. He, he lost it and left and everything. Oh, I'm still trying to. Hold that hope that my dad was Hammer and Hank Aaron. So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was that a? Is there a comma in I there? I met your dad a couple of times. I never met Hank Aaron, but I'm just saying I don't think. I think you can let go of that dream. <laughs> and yes, Moon, there was a comma there. <laughs> okay. Next. Uh, hard right turn here, but uh, the emailer here heard us talking about the story about the Emos driver who had been shot. Yeah, and, and sad news, he passed away over the weekend. Yeah. So our emailer works for a pizza company and have been for a few years. There is some neighborhoods where the store just will not deliver to because it's too much of a liability mm-hmm. of that sort of thing happen. Not shocking. Our emailer and many other drivers conceal carry due to the chance of a robbery happening. Delivery drivers are only allowed to have $15 in change when leaving the store. 
So if you rob a pizza guy, chances are you're only getting 15 bucks. Now, back when I was doing it, it was change for a 20. That's that's all we carried. Yeah, if you're robbing a pizza guy, a pizza deliver- or any delivery person, you're not getting a lot of money. Yeah. You're most likely getting the food and some change. Right. Did, did they rob this guy or did they carjack him? The emos guy? Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't remember. So delivery drivers are only allowed to have $15 and change. Managers do frequent checks, making sure delivery drivers have less than 20 bucks on them, including they check the driver's wallet. Well, the reason they're robbed is because they're easy targets, because most of these companies don't allow them to be armed. Yeah. They're not allowed to be armed. It's company policy. Well, our emailer had a coworker who was so robbed. It's a quick, quick 15 bucks. Yeah. Coworker here had a co uh, had a uh, was robbed, and since he had a hundred dollars in his wallet, he was written up by his boss and suspended. Also, the store did not replace his personal money that was lost. Only the fifteen dollars worth of a chance uh, we receive upon starting our shift or of change. Sorry, my father also worked for a pizza company for twenty five years at the store. And a very bad area in the city, four-inch bulletproof glass when you walk into the store. Dad was robbed in an elevator back in 05 when he was delivering as well. Three guys waiting waiting, uh, for him when he entered, beat him up, broke his jaw. Luckily, Dad had a knife, stabbed one of the guys 26 times. Wow. And the guy survived and is still in prison, all because of that $15. Wow. Unbelievable, right? And he goes, yeah, I think uh, I think new company policies should be every delivery driver gets grenades and a bazooka. Yes, that's a great idea. And do you think they'll follow Amazon's lead and take off their logos on top of the cars? Well, mm. see, the, I mean, the difference is Amazon is delivering to places, I mean, to, to homes and ringing a bell. So there's not people necessarily expecting them at a certain time, whereas a pizza guy, if if you're trying to rob them, you're calling them to your house. Yeah, but when you if you're going if you know they're coming, you don't have to worry about the. Logo. I see Scott's point. This this story was not. Oh, really? This, this story, wasn't the guy that ordered it. No, it says it says in the oh, story yeah, the, here. The, they say the people that ordered, ordered the are pizza not are suspects. not suspects oh, at all. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, they're not. I assumed it was a no. They and ordered it, a pizza and there like has an been, ambush. There has yeah, been yeah, yeah. no information released as far as if it was a robbery, if it they was a carjacking. They just say he was shot. He was oh, shot so, twice in the neck. So maybe it really had nothing to do with the delivery. Maybe oh, it just okay. he happened to be delivering, or they saw a delivery guy in the area and saw an easy target because yeah. yeah. they know that most drivers. They said we're going to get somebody. Yeah, okay. we're going to get somebody, and then they go, "Oh, delivery guy. I He's see. got money on him. Let's do it." There was, I believe, in U City. Maybe it was last year, or the year before, a uh, delivery driver that was uh, that was robbed and yep, that was he shot, and also in Tower Grove South. Oh, was it August seventh of last year? I, the only reason okay. I know that is the video just popped up. Why did I think U City? But the it was a Papa John's guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he was armed, and I think he shot at or shot the person trying to rob him, and he may have been fired. Jeez, you know what? If you're robbed. Or somebody tries to rob you and you shoot them or you have a gun. You go, you know what? Maybe this job is not for me. Right. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to take my chances. Carrying. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe start putting a resume together. Next. Uh, Here's another email from another delivery driver. This one is with uh, Jimmy John, South County area. Getting robbed is on my mind every single day. And he says, he or she says, look up urban carry holster, which I did. And it's. You know, it's, it's holsters for guns, for personal use, obviously. 
Uh, carry a gun every day in the store and while driving. No one knows I have it. It's a second job for me. I couldn't imagine doing it for long term. Hmm. That's another delivery driver that carries. By the way, that was in uh, in South City. It was an Emo's driver. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. There had to have been a Papa John's. There was a Papa too. John's. You're, you're, you're getting yeah. confused with the guy that just killed the Papa John's employee that shot and killed the guy that threw the brick through the window. Yeah, maybe that was it. And that was just a couple weeks ago. In St. Louis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to keep up. It is, unfortunately. Next. Uh, uh, this emailer is Becky Hatton, by the way. Becky Hatton. Hello, Becky. Went to the shack this weekend with my sister-in-law. First off, crazy, yummy food. And they oh, have a shake great. there just for you guys. Uh, don't know if you guys knew this or not. Didn't try it this time because I already ordered the dude abides. Uh, but it's on my list for next time. Wasn't sure if you guys knew. Oh, yeah, of course. There was a shout-out to you guys there. And that's the real or fake one, right? Yeah. I believe on the fake. menu it actually says happy birthday, Riz, too. Yeah. Yeah. No At way. the shack. No way. You that's awesome. That? Uh-uh. I had no idea until I saw this come over. That's great. I've never been there. so oh, You haven't? Never. It's probably been almost two years since I was at one. Oh, it's great. I've never been. Yeah, they were yeah that place is great breakfast. delicious, though. All I know is the one in, in O'Fallon or, or wherever that is, right off K, every time I drive by, and if it's in the morning, it is packed. So yeah, they, they do. dude, good breakfast. Yeah, as I say. Yeah, they have uh, their boozy shakes, like their shakes with alcohol, and there's one called the real or fake. Happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> it's on the menu. And can you still draw on the walls? Yes. That's pretty awesome. Vodka, Bailey's, iced coffee, yogurt, and golden grams. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. 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 We should do that yep. this morning. You want to go there this morning? Yes. After Shut her down. No, Shut right her now. down. Next. Uh, this is from Brianna. Hi, Riz, Patrico, Burton, Moon, King Scott, and team. Hi. Hello. She wants to start off by commending Donnie Fandango for this is from his Week in Rage. Uh, for bringing Rage was up, great. Oh, my gosh. Loved it Friday. Bringing up the topic of mental health on the show, the stigma of mental illness makes people reluctant to seek treatment to begin with. And so the added financial burden, which Donnie talked about, and the limited availability of healthcare professionals are factors that play a much larger role in deterring patients from actually receiving treatments than they would in other fields of medicine. That being said, she goes on to say, I'm genuinely worried about Donnie. I am too. That's why we do this thing. Yeah, this is That's why we do the weekend rage. Even before (laughs) he brought up the subject of mental health, something seemed off. He started off fairly light, but around the time he brought up his wife making a mess in the yard, things took a turn. I initially mused that his on-air filter must have been set to low today since he was discussing his wife at all on the air, but then he started becoming progressively more and more disinhibited, and his tone started becoming progressively more and more tension. Let me, let me stop you there. And I'm sure this person is concerned because, Very much so. because he kind of started off okay and then kind of ramped up. She uses the word unhinged eventually. Uh, as And, and Patrico could attest to, to this as well. Somebody who has been around Donnie and these weakened rages for many, many years now. That's kind of the way it works. He kind of gets going slowly and then kind of ramps yeah, he, up. He builds a base and, then, and then kind of ramps up till his face yeah. is red and you can see that vein in his forehead. It's yeah. a roller coaster. He's, he's, you know, when you leave the, when you get on the ride, you kind of click, 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 click to the top. And then once you get to that peak, whoosh there you uh-huh. go and that's when he starts losing it is the whoosh 
She says, it's none of my business that what medications he's taking, how long he's been taking them, or how frequently he's following up with his physician, but any shifts in his mood or personality are worth noting and are important for him to mention to his doctor so they can work together and develop a treatment plan that's right for him. Mm-hmm. And she says, sorry about the long email, but I'm sending this because I care. And that's uh, from Brianna. Well, so, I see you. Thank you for your yeah, uh, concern. Yeah, I'm sure Donnie appreciates that. And as I well. think Donnie will be the first one to tell you that. I mean, he is. He is. That's Nuts. why he brought that up. He does go and and talk to people, and he that's that's why he brought that up. He's on the other side of it, where he went and got the help and is talking to somebody. He was talking for everyone else. Yeah, and, that and needs you know what? He'll bring to. up he'll bring up his family and these things too. Sure, for sure, he does that. Yeah. I right, one more, Jeff. Uh, this one is to Tony. Tony, I have to say you are wrong on this one. Talking about oh, people boy. coming to your neighborhood pool that don't that that don't live there, that don't have the pass or whatever it is. And your solution was to go up and say something to him. Is that right? Yeah, I just said. Okay. Just, so know. if you have a community pool and non-community members are there, yeah. or neighborhood pool, subdivision pool, and you see people that are not there, not members not of the there. pool, not residents, yeah, yeah. not residents. Uh, the people are already trespassing, and they know they're not supposed to be there, and they are there anyway. So why do you think talking to them will accomplish anything? Well, because Calling the cops well, is the well, most rational and normal thing to do because you are dealing with people who are doing what they want to do and don't care about the consequences or what you have to say. Well, now they're assuming that they know they're not supposed to be there because if I am a if, – if I live in that neighborhood and I go, hey, man, yeah, come on up to the pool. It's cool. Here's the code. Blah, 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 blah. Go on in there. Swim, man. Just be cool. If you say that to me, then I'm like, all right, man, Riz thinks it's cool. Riz says it's all right, so it must not be a big deal. And then they go in there. And then when you find out, oh, my God, this is a big deal. People have been going crazy about this. Yeah. I shouldn't be here. And if somebody comes up and goes, hey, man, this pool's for residents only. Who are you? And then I would say, oh, well, Riz said it was cool that I swam in here. Yeah, but then there's goes, also It's the- not cool. You need to go. And then you leave. Yeah, but yeah. then there's also the other people that go, well, I don't care what you say. Right. Yeah, maybe and, then, so. and then is your time to and then then tase them. take a then further you rest. punch him right in the nose. No, I'm, yeah. I'm still with you, Tone, because one, I want to avoid uh, needless things for the police to deal with. If, if this can be dealt with without bothering the police, I want the police to use their resources in places that are a bit more important than my community pool. And I think I think first step is letting them know that somebody is not happy with them being there and not okay with it just in case it does work. Mm. You got to try that first. I mean, there's a, there's a first step to everything. Sure, right? sure, sure. There is there is a clear and 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 if anybody missed what we were talking about on Friday of last week, it's because somebody went to the community Facebook page where my folks live and, and started this whole like thing because they complained about it. There was something my dad said this, and he he said he wanted to create a Facebook page just so he could get on this page and tell them that they need to shut it down because he said nothing good could come from this. And that's the community Facebook page. Because it is not used for like, hey guys, when can we shoot fireworks? Yeah. Maybe every once in a while. It's just for people complaining. But it's like, it's literally like this. Instead of saying, going to somebody and going, hey, excuse me, sir, your dog left a mess here, pick it up. It's, well, I guess we're just letting dogs poop on our driveways now. That I mean, that's what it is. It's another way to be passive aggressive. Yeah, I feel like that's what Facebook's kind of turned into. Uh, it's and in, all social media. And in a community, <laughs> no, I, dis- I disagree. And I in think a community, more positive. in a community with 168 homes or whatever's in my parents' house, I, she mentioned it the other day. There's four people that are bad apples. You know that that are on there that that turn into the community police. What do you have your Twitter set to positive? God, I don't know if that was a setting. Well, it, um, it kind of is because it's much more selective. I choose to follow things, whereas Facebook, there's like a pressure to be 
friends with people that you're associating with. I don't have to follow you on Twitter just because I'm buds with you. And Facebook, there's a different expectation, and it turns into more of a bitch book, an opportunity for bitching. Plus, it's built on algorithms. The other ones, you know, it's, it's structured completely different. Bitch book. I know. That is a great Believe me. <laughs> I've already got the program started over here. It's going to be That's the fun female dogs. Mm, By the way, uh, speaking of needlessly calling the police on Saturday, you know, like the law in St. Charles County is um, you can only do fireworks from the 2nd to the 5th, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, before 8.30, the cops were called six times. On the neighbor, on the friend that I went to, and his neighbors for shooting fireworks. Well, in my area, they were going late on Saturday night. It was past eleven thirty. Yeah, see, that's illegal. Wow. That, that, that's, it was past that's illegal and immoral. But this was like the, the police were showing up for multiple calls from the one same neighbor before eight thirty. Damn. On yeah, Saturday, eight thirty. Yeah. On, on. on the Fourth of July Saturday. That's why I wanted to bitch book and went. <laughs> Sucks. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Hey, what's your uh, screen name on Bitch Book? <laughs> Crabby Pants 11. <laughs> oh, Bitch Book, yes. I'm looking for a female mini doodle. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Oh, hey, guys. Didn't see oh, you there. Hey. <laughs> Sucks. Hey. Can we sneak up on you? Oh, him? God. All right, Todd. <laughs> Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Man, he uh, he created Spider-Man he, and Doctor Strange. As a matter of fact, the costume, the web shooters, the red and blue design all came from this guy, and he is now dead, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Steve Ditko died at the age of oh, 90. He's he was Stan Lee. Huh? Yeah, I was like, what? He was found dead in his apartment on June 29th, as a matter of fact, and he co-created Spider-Man and uh, Doctor Strange. An interesting story. Uh, No cause of death has yet been announced. In 1961, this Ditko guy and Stan Lee created Spider-Man. Stan Lee, the then editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics, gave Ditko the assignment because this other guy, this Jack Kirby, his take on the on uh, Spider-Man, just he just didn't like. So Ditko was given the task of coming up with the costume. He did good. The web shooters, yeah, the red and blue good. design, all that stuff, and and they had a falling out uh, not too long after that. It seems like a lot of people in Stanley's life have a falling out with him. Well, the, uh, according to what I read, uh, the Steve Ditko, the reason was because Stan Lee wanted, he was very charismatic, obviously, as opposed to Ditko, and he wanted to be the face, and he was the face, Well, and he didn't like that. If, if you listen to that Business Wars podcast, which Moon and I talk about a lot, there is Marvel versus DC. There's a, a bunch of episodes. Yeah. And Stan Lee in the 60s and, and 50s was ruthless. Yeah. That, and that's what ruthless. I haven't I haven't heard this podcast but Dude. everything that I hear about Stan Lee has been like you always picture Stan Lee as like, oh, look at this cute little old guy that's in, in this movie, that's in this movie, that's in this movie. But everything when it comes to the business side of things is he is like a piece of garbage. Wow. And, not, and not not in a bad way, but like business wise. Is there a good way to be a piece of garbage? I mean, like, I don't want to say piece of garbage. You're saying like a businessman without feelings. I don't want to say he's a piece of garbage, like, look at this you know, piece of crap. But like, when it comes to doing business, he's all about him and he does things. You know what I mean. How do very, I put? How do very I put successful. It? I mean, differently. Like him yes. and that Jack Kirby guy. Basically, they were Marvel back in the day, and him and Jack Kirby had a had a bad falling out. Yeah. Uh, popular social media stars Riker Gamble, Alexi Likey, and Megan Scraper all died 
tragic accident, Shannon Falls in British Columbia. Uh, local police released a statement saying that the group were friends and they were swimming in a pool at the top of these falls. Uh, and apparently what I read was the Megan girl slipped and uh, she was go- she was falling over the over the yeah, edge, and the other two this. went to grab her, and they all fell. It says here, "quote into a pool thirty meters below." Thirty Sh- meters is how how far in feet? Shannon Falls. I don't speak metric. Yeah, uh, Shannon Falls is the third highest hundred feet fall yeah. oh in British God. Columbia, reaching a height of one thousand nine feet. And, uh, yeah, so like I said, the girls started falling. The other two uh, went to grab her, and they got swept away. And these were the people, if you don't know these guys, and I didn't before this, but they're YouTubers that um, followed the jackass rule of entertainment, which they would go put themselves in harm's way for, you know, they would jump off of cliffs into water and things like that. And tragedy struck for them, so that sucks. That's why I don't do any of that crazy stuff. I was showing my son yesterday. He never heard of Jackass before. I mean, he's nine years old. Right. And uh, I was showing him some of the videos from the old MTV show. Yeah. Man, some of that stuff is so funny. Yeah. It's still, I mean, 20 years from now, you could watch it. It'd be hilarious. Well, because we were watching, I know you're going to bring this up, the uh, Travis Pastrana Mm -hmm. special that was on History Channel last night where he jumped, you know, all those things. And Johnny Knoxville was one of the panelists because they had a lot of time to fill, by the way. Sure. During that thing. Was it an hour-long thing, or was it, it a half hour? It was three hours. It was three hours? It was a three-hour special. What the hell are you going to do for three hours? And jo- well, talk about what's coming up. Mm-hmm. A lot of time to fill. So Johnny Knoxville was one of the panelists. And uh, my son was like, who is that? I said, well, Johnny Knoxville from a show called Jackass. Well, it's Jackass. Well, let's watch some of the videos. I mean... I, I, some of the stuff I hadn't seen in years, and I tears coming yeah. down. How many times did you say, don't try this, son? Don't try this. He knows. He knows better. He knows better. At least I hope. Remember how a woman accused Jamie Foxx of assaulting her 16 years ago at a party, his place? Uh, he tried to get her to perform certain things on him. She said no, and he... He took it out. Allegedly slapped her in the face with it. Uh, he denied it. He called it absurd. He's also threatening legal action of his own. Well, he won't have to face any charges because it happened in 02, and the statute of limitations of three years has long since run out on that. As far as the civil suit, nope. Statute of limitations also ran out on that. So and you know, he's the host of a show called Beat Shazam. And, and, uh, I don't know never heard of it. Not, uh, Shazam, huh? Tony and I are going to be on that show. Tony. Tony Patricio. Oh, myself. really? That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Coming up. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Not, Not tomorrow, tomorrow's episode. In the near future. Anybody see Ant-Man and the Wasp over the weekend? I did. You saw the number one movie at the box office, Riz. Lucky! Opening take of $76 million, which is actually better than the original one's $57.2 million. I thought it was terrific. Back in uh, 2015. It got pretty good ratings, too. Pretty good reviews. Yeah. I like the first one. The first Purge uh, came in at number four, $17.2 million. I saw that. I loved it. The um, yeah, the Ant Man was good, and that Evangeline Lilly, decent looking woman. Yes, it's a nice looking woman. She's awesome. <laughs> oh, speaking of movies, Keanu Reeves did, uh, in an interview revealed that the title of the next John Wick movie. You ready for this? John Wick Three. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's actually John Wick Three Parabellum. So what does that mean? He says it means prepare for the war. It's part of that famous sentence, and then he has it in a bunch of uh, different languages. The movie comes out on uh, my birthday next year. I saw parts of the second one. I haven't seen the full. Oh, you haven't? Oh, but it is. From what I saw, it was incredible. 
Because I was like, oh, the first one was great. He you know, just went around and just shot everybody in the face. <laughs> the second one is that again, but cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen any of the Shooting people in the face is cool. I think I saw most of the first one. Oh, it's good. That's a good sit down and watch. That's the puppy, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine got a pretty big name attitude over the weekend. Carrie Russell will be joining, and that would be a role they don't know. It doesn't say that, what role uh, yet, but action-heavy scenes is Felicity. what it says. Yes, that is Felicity. Felicity. J.J. Abrams was actually behind Felicity, believe it or not, oh. way back in the day. So they have worked together before, and Episode Nine supposedly out around holiday of 2019. She, uh, she's in that American show. Yeah, she is. Which I hear, I hear that show is great. You know, oh, I don't know. I've just seen the stills on Mr. Skin, to be honest with you. Be but I hear Mr. Skin. It's on. It's on you FX. Get, you right? see Tushy. You, you see Tushy. There's tons of. Tush. She has got. She has got a nice. Tot, huh? <laughs> yeah. There's some tots. There's tons yeah. of Tush. Oh boy. <laughs> I talked how uh, Zach Galifianakis is going to be on that first episode of the new season of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, and there's a. They've gotten into a couple of, and it's not arguments, but it's debates. And this one is on the one that we've talked about before, about if we're out having a meal, should somebody come up and say hello or not? Okay. One of them is into it, the other one not. Do you ever look at it as that's rude to take out your phone and to film someone without permission? Not not if you're a well-known person. I think you got to accept that. What? I'm out in public. I mean, there's no privacy out in public. That's why it's called public. You're in a restaurant and someone's filming you there. That's fine. Zach, <laughs> nobody's interested. I, I, Nobody I'm not cares. Saying, I'm not saying, no one's going to watch it. It's crap. the principle of it, I guess. Well, look, I am very big on etiquette and civility and, and It seems like you would be that kind of guy. You very always have that. I, mean, I am. I am. But I don't see that, that as an incursion on my uh, privacy or my dignity or I don't find it rude. Wonderful, because I have a show I want to pitch you called Celebrity Toilet Cams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to watching that. I haven't, haven't watched Jeff, they all out Jeff now? already has that show. <laughs> yes, that's right. What do you mean, the new season? Yeah. Well, I mean, remember remember Netflix has collections. It's not all the episodes. So I don't know where you even get the new seasons. I mean, remember you have a deal with Crackle. Yeah, but that's I think they're that's all on Netflix. Gone, right? Yeah, it's all on Netflix but, but now. they're not all on Netflix. All the episodes are not on Netflix. Well, the new ones are. I, okay, maybe, maybe so. I'm asking you. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The old ones are. Yeah. Not all of them. Oh, they're not? No, no. That's why they're called collections, because they're not the full seasons. Mm. The good ones are. Yeah, there's a couple that are missing, though. Huh. But did they release all the new episodes at once? No, I don't oh. believe so. I think they go... Hmm, every week? Time. Yeah, I don't know okay. if it's every week or not, but I know it's... I know it's not all at once. Uh, sorry to say that ha- uh, Haley Baldwin is now an engaged woman, and she is engaged to Justin Bieber. Who? Justin Bieber. He's no, a I singer. He's from Canada. Haley Baldwin is. That's uh, Stephen Baldwin's uh, daughter. She's 21. He's 24. Uh, Stephen Baldwin, oddly super excited about his daughter uh, marrying Justin Bieber, uh, believe it or not. My favorite Baldwin is uh, Billy Baldwin. Yeah. yeah. We all know that. I think Stephen's reply was, are you pregnant yet? He said, actually, he tweeted, Stephen Baldwin did, quote, God is moving in the hearts of JB and HB. Let's all pray for his, capital H, uh, will to be done. I'm assuming he means Bieber. Well, you know, I, I kept seeing Baldwin and Bieber getting married. I thought it was Alec Baldwin was getting married. <laughs> and Ricky Bieber. <laughs> if you, you would have just clicked on it, you would know. Uh, you talked about Travis Prestan, uh, uh, Pastrana right. uh, doing the uh, legendary stuntman Evil Knievel's work, and he did it did it very, very well. Uh, History Channel last night, you said three hours? 
Yeah, started at seven, ended at ten. I mean, there were th- it was all live, right? So every, and it was three jumps. Every hour he did another stunt. Okay, so now I understand the time in between jumps. There is safety concerns there. Yeah, I'm sure that it takes a lot out of you doing one of those things. And there's that too. I know one of the one or two of them he landed pretty pretty tough. I mean, his especially the third one. So he's the guy that he was in here, uh, and uh, he also does the NASCAR truck series as well. That's he did the Nitro series. Yeah, he was sitting right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah, he's sitting right there, right, right where Moon is sitting. Holy Moon cow. was sitting on his lap. First jump, he recreated Evil Knievel's fifty stacked car jump. He, uh, Evil Knievel landed at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum back in '73, and then he jumped fifty-two cars dressed as Evil Knievel. Second jump was a recreation of the attempt of thirteen buses at Wembley Stadium. He did it. He cleared sixteen greyhounds, and then the last one was the most famous one. This was the fountains. In Vegas at Caesar's Palace, and this is how that one went. I think this is going to be it, folks. Travis Pastrana, he will go. Oh, that's oh, not boy. even right. Yikes. Oh boy. Oh boy. Once again, Travis Pastrana did what the icon who inspired this all couldn't do. He just nailed the jump at Caesar's Palace. On American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah we had him in the studio yeah. too, Matt Eisman. Was that the same guy? Yeah. <laughs> that dude is so awesome, by the way, Pastrana. Like, he was so nice in here, so genuine. Took oh, so yeah. much time right. off the air to just kind of hang and talk. Oh, yeah. We were talking about knee injuries because I was still recovering from... Uh, the ACL thing, and he told me some tips, oh, yeah. and like, what a good. You're guy. gonna jump the fountain next week. That's right. <laughs> I just checked checked <laughs> on Netflix every episode of uh, every episode. Nope, not yeah. everyone. I just looked. I mean, and on I, Wikipedia and it says 72 episodes. I just counted them all. It says 72. I'm looking right at it, and it says the episode with Jason Alexander's character from George Costanza not included. No plans on whether it will be included or not. So there's well, then maybe there's one. Well, that, but I mean, all of the yeah, episodes are there. That's only one because that's the, isn't that the episode where Jason Alexander took his thing out? I think that's so. What I heard too. <laughs> and it does say that Damn the twelve episodes. He took it out of the restaurant where they were getting it, coffee. It does say that the twelve episode tenth season premiered this week, so it's on. Uh, the whole thing. One last thing here. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, by the way, Jeff's going to jump the fountain at Union Station with his uh, motorcycle. <laughs> With, I would no, do that with a, with a line bike. <laughs> I swear they didn't have the Mel Brooks one when I was looking for That's it on hilarious. Netflix either. Did you see the Mel Brooks one? No. It's Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks, and they're having Salisbury steak in front of the TV in their living room, just old guy talking, and Jerry just sits in between them. They, oh, I they don't even one. go in the car. That's hilarious. <laughs> we gonna go for a car ride. <laughs> He's like, nah, we're just gonna sit here. They're just like two old grandpas doing their TV thing. Uh, back to the uh, Travis Pastrana thing. Yeah, it was three hours, and it was pretty drawn out. Yeah. It was pretty drawn out. I think I, we. Uh, I watched like an hour of it. Yeah. Because I, I, I saw the bus jump and I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. Now we're just going to talk about the bus jump. I saw for a the lot of. 50 minutes. I saw a lot of promos and a lot of social media stuff. It also looked like it was a big old infomercial for Indian motorcycles, too, because oh, that's what yeah. he was riding and it was all Indian it all was the time. All yeah. Indian motorcycles. Let me end this with a blind item, which I believe I know the answer to. Okay. Blind item being, you want to explain that? It's just, hey, this could be something true. We don't know who it's about. Guess who it is. Yeah. Uh, just because a closeted A-list mostly movie actor with multiple movie franchises is holding hands with a woman does not confirm a romance. It confirms that someone called to make it sure it looked like a romance and that one paparazzi got an excellent photo. 
remarkable how that one paparazzi knew when and where to be, and that little handshake after with the actor sliding him some cash. What closeted A-list, mostly movie actor with multiple movie franchises, called the paparazzi saying, take a picture of me holding hands with this woman because I really like guys? Uh, well, the theory... No, this is mostly... You're... I... Yeah, but he did. He directs and produced. He just destroyed that one movie because he wanted to do it all. You talking Tom Cruise? Well, yeah. I mean, that's the the. the but suspect. mostly movie, insinuating they're on TV too. Oh, that's what that's that, uh, Jim Carrey. I'll tell you that John the, Travolta. The supposed girlfriend is Annabelle Wallace. If oh, the that fall helps. guy. Not the fall Stop guy. Okay. <laughs> Annabelle Annabelle Wallace. Who's Annabelle Wallace? I don't know. That's two for his names. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Her. Like, so is it is it is it somebody like a Jim Carrey who's no? Yeah, uh, definitely younger. He's 37 years old. He's 37. Yes, he's 37 years younger. old. He's 37. He's and, younger and you said, than and you Jim said Carrey. Multiple, multiple franchises. Yes. Uh, 37. Oh, okay. You know it, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Who's Chris Pine? Oh, Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh, Westworld? Star Trek, Wonder Woman, A Wrinkle in Time, Princess Diaries 2 is what it says here. And if you see the picture that's on the Daily Mail, I think it is, dot com, of the two of them walking, the paparazzi picture that's in question here, look at their hands. Oh, no, that's a different guy. Because he's trying to hold hands with her, and their hands are very, very strangely being held. Yeah, I see this. And the way he's taking his step, I don't know. See the hands? Here's the article from uh, People. Chris Pine dating actress Annabelle Wallace. Is he? Yeah, it's it's odd. It's an odd the odd way they're holding hands. Yeah, huh? it's very back, strange. I take back the two first weird. names. Spelled huh. differently. Yeah, it's weird. On TV tonight, ABC's got The Bachelorette. On Fox, So You Think You Can Dance. And NBC has American Ninja Warrior. Crappy birthday. Tom Hanks is 62. Jack White is 43. Fred Savage is 42. Savage. Courtney Love is 54. Kevin Nash, he was a former wrestler and then he was an actor. He was in John Wick, Rock of Ages, The Longest Yard. I saw him in an airport once. Did you really? No, I think he's I a monster. You. Yeah, he's a monster, is he not? Yeah, it was at the St. Louis airport too. I met him at uh, WrestleMania. Who's, who's the dude this? is just Kevin a Nash. monster. He was Diesel when he was a wrestler in, in the WWF. Oh. He was also Super Shredder in the second uh, Turtles movie. Oh, for real? For reals. Uh, Kelly <laughs> no, McGillis is 61. John Tesh oh, is 66. Oh, that guy's awesome. Today's Burton birthday of the day. If you're looking for him, he's more than likely searching golf car- courses across America looking oh, for his no. wife's killer. It's his birthday today. O.J. Simpson, 71 years young. <laughs> Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's. I thought I saw the killer on the fairway over at, uh, <laughs> on 14. It was just a bunker. <laughs> Today's birthday is uh, today's birthday girl's been on her back more than a fainting goat in 231 fine films, including I don't even know if I said her name, Jeannie Pepper. Uh, her movies include Hood Rats Volume One, Sherlock Homie, Fifty Year Old Freaks, Backing In, That Old Bitch, and who can forget her unforgettable role in You Better Get That Old Ass. Oh boy. Jeannie Pepper is 60 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Send us an email, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. Sex time fun facts coming up later. Sex toy of the week. 
Now we got some news. Oh, yeah. We gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So we'll get to some of these uh, local stories first. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Department investigating after a bunch of houses and cars hit by bullets this weekend. Ah, awesome. And they're saying it happened late Friday or early Saturday morning. Cops responded to a bunch of houses in the DeSoto and Festus area for reports of damage. Cars were hit by bullets in the 14,000 and 15,000 block of Highway T and houses in the 14,000 block of Charter Church Road and the 12,000 block of Highway TT were damaged. At one house, a bullet went through the garage and into a wall. Uh, And another house, a bullet went right through the front door. Jeez. Now, investigators are saying there's no connection between any of the victims, but they do think all the shootings were committed by the same person. So one guy, but just random. One guy, random. And they're looking for witnesses or surveillance video, and anyone with info should call the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office Detective Bureau. Just random houses, random cars, same person they're thinking. Wow. And again, that was a late Friday, early Saturday morning. So this, you said it went it went into a door. So it's not like the top of the house. So it's not like fireworks shooting guns up in the no air and the bullet coming door. down. Front door. Wow. Front door and a garage door. Boy, sad news. We had mentioned this uh, earlier in the show. Uh, the Emo's pizza delivery driver who was shot while delivering on the 4th of July, has died. 31-year-old David Matthews shot twice in the neck in the 3900 block of Potomac. That's in Tower Grove South. He was conscious and breathing while he was being transported to the hospital, but he later succumbed to his injuries. And anyone with info is, is please ask to call Crime Stoppers. And they're not saying if he was robbed or carjacked. They, I mean... This doesn't say. So they, I don't know any have, motive here if it was random. All it says, like every story that I've seen just says that he was found shot. Yeah, maybe they don't know. I mean, these delivery guys and, and, and gals are I sitting ducks. Yeah. They go into these neighborhoods, unarmed, most of them. And they don't have a lot of money on them. Yeah. What did we say this morning? 15, 15 bucks? Yeah, almost nothing. Almost nothing. And the food they're carrying. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Boy, this is a, a crime that seems totally worth it. Around 1.30 on Saturday afternoon, a guy tried to steal a cart full of Red Bull from the Schnooks near Manchester and Ballas. And the guy wound up ditching the cart after an employee approached and asked for a receipt. And after running to his car, the dude headed east down Manchester. He was cruising. Cruising. And cops were called to the scene, and the chase was on. And the dude crashed at the intersection of Barry and Manchester. You see this? You see the car? I did not. On its side. Mm. Oh, nice area too. And the driver was arrested. Again, totally worth it. Yeah. Boy, this was a crazy story out of South County. Now, pay attention to the details here. Last Tuesday, thirty-one-year-old Thomas Hurst Jr. and another guy drove to an apartment complex, again in South County, hoping to steal a motorcycle. However, the owner of the bike interrupted the theft 
I guess they were having some trouble getting the motorcycle into the truck they were driving. And then this Thomas guy and the buddy took off. The two tried again the next day and were again confronted by the motorcycle's owner. And I guess Thomas and the buddy tried to take off again. Uh, This time, the owner of the motorcycle got into a car with 28-year-old Neville Wright. And they followed the two thieves down a dead-end street. Neville then got out of his car and walked towards the pickup truck. Now, Thomas was the driver. And this Neville guy fired a warning shot into the air. And Thomas tried driving off. But Neville fired a shot through the truck's front window and kept shooting as the truck kept driving. Thomas later died from a gunshot wound. Neville, charged with second-degree murder, armed criminal action, and shooting a firearm at or from a motor vehicle. Wow. I mean, Totally avoidable. uh, uh, 100% avoidable. You just can't. You can't. You can't take matters into your own hands. Right, and especially in this situation where it's not a guy that's attacking you. He's not in your home. Unless you could prove that the truck was coming towards you. What was the the concealed carry class we did? Your life has to be in danger, right? Yep. Unless this Thomas guy drove towards the Neville guy. Yeah. And he felt like his life was in danger. Yeah, the mistake was getting in the vehicle and going after the bad guys. That's the problem, unfortunately. And you, of course you want to see the bad guys caught. Yeah. You, of course, want to see the bad guys go to jail or, or, or get what's coming to them. Right. Uh, mm. All you have to do is get their information, call the police, it's over. I guess so. Hey, guys, for once, a nice local story. You want some good news? I would love it, man. I would love it. So early on July 4th, a couple was on their way to Missouri Baptist Sullivan Hospital. It was a special day, guys. They were about to have a baby. Aww. Along the way, they uh, they saw a guy they knew on the side of the road hitchhiking. A guy they knew, though? A guy apparently they knew. Okay. So they picked the guy up. And the couple got to the hospital all good. After the couple went inside, the hitchhiker stole their car. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't a nice story after all. <laughs> stole a car. I was like, gonna say, I'm like, where's the good part? Yeah, of this? That wasn't. He's, he's probably just like, well, you know, I mean, I they're not gonna need it for two days. They're gonna be up in this I hospital. <laughs> stole their super sweet 1999 Dodge Ram pickup. And cops said the guy was uh, was known to hang out at this house in St. Clair, so they checked and they found the guy in the truck, and then he took off. Once he saw the cops closing in, drove through a field. The truck was later found abandoned by a creek. Jeez. Boy, that's slow. Hey, man, can I get a ride? Yeah, no problem. All right, cool. Well, this is my stop. You get out. We're on our way to the hospital to have a kid. Rotten, huh? This is uh, for real good news. Uh, Ameren, Missouri customers will see a drop in their electricity rates beginning on August 1st. So I guess under these new rates, a residential customer using 1,000 kilowatts a month would see a rate decrease of about $6.21. It's all due to the corporate tax rates that have been lowered. So the savings get passed on to you. Mm-hmm. 
but my electric bill was out of control. I was going to say, out my gosh, control. mine right after all this hot air, my uh, hot weather, my bill was $1 billion when uh-huh. I got it yesterday. I'm right I'm making that. payments. I'm right about that. Yeah. Hey, I'll on. have to ask my roommates what their bill was. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the hitchhiker, Jeff, look out. These people got jacked by someone they knew. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Apparently knew. Obviously, it wasn't a family member. No. Hey, is that uh, Billy along the road? Yeah, we know Billy. Yeah, he's a guy that hey, stays at that house yeah, sometimes. Well, normally, we would never hitchhike. St. Clair. That's uh, good enough to get in with my pregnant wife and I, sure. On our way to the hospital to have our kid. Come on in, Billy. Was she, was she in labor? I think they we were appar- going to the hospital to have the kid. We okay, apparently so, know him. Let's get him in the car. So we don't know if she was like there to be induced or if she like, what if <laughs> she's in labor doing the breathing and he goes, hey, that's Billy. Pick him up. Pick him up. I apparently know him. Pick him up. Sure, your water's broke. That's okay. Let's get Billy. Yeah, we got time. How often are those contractions? We got time. Ah. <laughs> Billy steals that truck. <laughs> yeah, electricity bills. Yikes. Oh boy. Yeah, we've been uh I've been I've been I've been good. Whew. As far as like if we're not upstairs in the bedrooms, we're we're turning that, you know, the AC down. Really? Do you do you have a nest? No, I got to get one. I think I'm going to get one for the new house. I think that's the way to go, and especially since now we have. And I don't know if your house has this or Jeff. And that's and are, that's a system you can control from your phone. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. we have yeah. we have the dual AC in the new house, oh, the upstairs no. and the downstairs. So I definitely want it because I want it for that. So like, if I'm gone. I want to be able to go up. Oh, the wife didn't turn it up, so I can go upstairs. See, I think and- I think we need it because we don't have the dual systems and need it. Upstairs is a heat box, and I mean full blown heat box. So my electricity bill is due to the fans. There's a fan in every room, and it's going 24 hours a day. It's 15 degrees different. Uh, I mean, 15 degrees yeah, hotter the upstairs. Fans though, the fans really don't have that much effect. It's all the I AC. got. It's all I got. The AC when that's on, man. Yeah. That's just a, crushes you. It really does. I got like one, so, one unit that's doing main floor, upstairs, and basement. What do you keep the house at? Um, it, well, when it's sweltering, I have to have it on 68. Otherwise, it's 80 degrees upstairs. Yeah. So 68 keeps it's 68 main floor keeps it about 67 in the basement, 68 on the main floor, and about 76 on the upper floor. 76? Dude, Damn. it's insane. Yeah, mine's like that, too, because I have a split level, but it's not quite that bad. I'll but it's a good five, six degrees difference. difference. When we're downstairs, like main level 70, and then when we sleep it upstairs, I put it on 69. If no one's home... Because that's the sexiest. It's the sexiest of temperatures. If no one's home and it's somewhat comfortable upstairs at night, I'll raise it up to 71, 72. Because, again, upstairs, I'm trying to keep it under 80. Yeah, if nobody's up there, though, I'm putting it up to 73. Yeah. I'm, I'm at my house, it's at 71, 72 the whole time. If it was up to my wife, it would be at 52. But with me, it's cold. 70, 71, somewhere around there, 72 maybe. At my parents' house, it's damn near 80. Oh my God! I mean, wow. it, it, really? and then that's that's an exaggeration. But if if it was left up to my dad, it would be eighty five really? the entire time. Uh, the older my parents get, and I mean, you know, they've been to, to me they've been old since the eighties. The older they get, the colder that house gets. We used to f- freeze at night, and I mean, freeze at night. Oh, I love it. In the winter, my our our heater was on sixty two. Before before we had kids, our windows would be open in the winter. 
Like no heat on, windows cracked. Like it was it was an ice box. Really? Yeah. And then when we had our kids, obviously, you know, you got to keep it warm for them. <laughs> and now I can't stand. It. I don't even sleep with blankets anymore. Wow. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, locally here. Have we all been to Tower T Golf? Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness, I grew up there, man. Oh. Yeah. Closed yesterday. That's it. Super sad. Dunzo. I heard they're selling stuff today. Tower T Golf will be auctioning off everything on the property. So the auction starts at 10 a.m. So you can get the hippo and the the monkey with all the paint chipped yeah, off of it. Yeah, they're they're selling statues like from the mini golf part, like yeah, that's the gorilla, the giraffe, the rhino. The Statue of Liberty is for sale. Also, golf equipment. Yeah, well, par three was awesome back. Lawn and garden oh, garden items, uh, countertops, like they're selling all that stuff. That little par three was great to get your golf confidence back up. Like if you played a bad, you go to that little par three. Some of the holes were like 70, 70 yards, it fifty yards. It was great. <laughs> it was perfect for kids too. Yeah, it really learn. was. Yeah, I just want to go and get some uh, some y- y- uniside, some non-specific left or right-handed golf clubs. <laughs> Let's just go yes. get some putters <laughs> <laughs> and just all pink golf balls. That would be great. Well, the Tower T is uh, going to be redeveloped into a 150-home subdivision. What a bummer. That was the place to go and try to just slice one into the neighborhood to the right if you were looking at where everybody <laughs> well, hit. I, you know. Oh, my God. When I lived in South City, I'd go there hit the cages. Sure. The cages were great. Those cages were awesome. So this was just they had a this, snow cone back there. Snow cones was back slow, there. and they couldn't sell it, or I no, mean, they I, just the property. They didn't own the property, so the uh, the owner of the property just sold it to whatever developer. Oh man, I don't know if it was making money. I mean, I don't know. <sighs> that's a bummer. I mean, that that was you know that was older than me. Well, you know what's funny is, and and I saw somebody write this long article about it, like this long kind of rant online. But Tower T was one of those things where. Nobody, like, in the most recent months, like, not a whole bunch of people went there. It wasn't like it was thriving. But the minute they go, we're closing it down, people went, look at my Tower T. You can't close my Tower T. When was the last time you were there? You know, and that's what they were trying to say. Like, hey, if you wanted this place to stay there, you should have went there. Well, how about it's like the Rams? Wait, the Rams are moving? When was the last time you went to a game? (laughs) Yeah, no, I got a good friend who, who... I used to watch them all the time on TV. I got a good friend who, uh, he grew up in North County. He lives in Afton now. And he even texted me, he's like, are you coming to the uh, farewell party at Tower T tonight? An institution, uh, you know, gone. Well, how sad. Capitalism has destroyed this uh, this Tower T. And I was like, I don't think you've ever been to Tower T. But, you know, it's it's closing. <laughs> it's a yeah, landmark. I, I fell okay. victim to something like that. Like, when they, called, when they closed Halls Ferry Inn in North County, I was like, you gotta be kidding me! They're closing the Halls Ferry Inn! <laughs> I haven't been there for 11 years, but this is BS! <laughs> Well, I think we all do that. Yeah, anybody that says I have great memories of being there means you haven't been there a long oh, ass time. Yeah, great times over there. It when does was the last time though. you went? It does suck, though, because that was the only part three in that whole area, correct? But uh, again, let's be honest. Yeah. When was the last time you all were there? It's a shame the place is closing. Sure. Or closed now. Yeah. So funny. It's though. a shame the Rams left. Uh-huh. <laughs> When was the last time you went to a game? Or bought a jersey? Or even a hat? Right? Yeah. Same thing. Well, kind of. Kind of. That's the same thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. Losing the Rams, <laughs> losing Tower T. What else? Golly. What else? Hard Rock's closing? Damn it. Hard Rock Cafe's closing? 
Place is going to hell. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. <laughs> Why'd you move out of St. Louis? The Rams left, then they closed Tower T. Yeah, that was it. And then finally I heard Hard Rock close, and I was like, that's it, time for me to leave. <laughs> that's what I asked. Hard Death Rock. does come in threes. Hard Rock Cafe is closing? What was the last time we were at Hard Rock? I actually It's been aside from you. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see a receipt, by the way, because I don't, I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> we work five days out of the week, a hundred feet away from it, and I haven't been there in ten years. <laughs> really? Oh, dude. Well, it's, I mean, it's when the company was here, I had a couple lunch meetings over there. Never. Yep. Never. Wow. Never had a really? lunch meeting there. Cool, guys. Never. They closed because of you guys. I'm not the so, only one. Sorry. <laughs> All right. 8.06 on this Monday. After the break, more news, including the the, uh, the the boys being rescued from the cave in Thailand. An update. And sports and headline news. All right. Welcome back. Hit up our Twitter page, at R-I-Z-Z Show, and we got a little poll on there. What should our next real or fake punishment be? Is it hanging out with Carl the Mannequin for a week, or is it going full Williams? Full Robin Williams. I had a couple people that have uh, texted and tweeted me a couple different questions that I'm sure we can address uh, later, most of them, but Mm -hmm. one that I had uh, concern on. So we're doing the full body. I mean, obviously, I don't think it has a head, but we're doing full body. As far as Carl? Carl. Can I? Well, and the other one, too. But can I put, like, roller skates on Carl? Yeah, of course. Okay. So I don't have to carry. I could just kind of. Yeah, you can uh, roll. Yeah, if you want to bring attention to it. I'm, but, what? <laughs> you got to be carrying a mannequin for a week. <laughs> That's the joke, guys. <laughs> Ella. Ella. <laughs> <laughs> I also just thought of this, too. I guess that means that I'm bringing Carl to weddings if I got a wedding to DJ. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. And, oh. and I got to dress him up with a tie and everything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you have to dress no. Carl up. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. So, how many of the soccer players have been rescued so far in Thailand? Uh, the last I saw, I, is, I saw four this morning, and number five just happened. I think uh, I saw eight. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, a team of ninety expert divers, forty from Thailand and fifty from overseas, are working together to guide the boys through the darkness and submerge passageways. For two and a half miles to the entrance. Six minutes ago, rescuers bring eighth person out of the Thai cave. Wow. That's amazing. And I've seen the diagrams now of how the caves are. And there's one part where they said it's the uh, the length of two number two pencils. That's how narrow it is. Oh, my gosh. So only one person can go through at a time. So it says here that this is this is according to CNN. This was posted six minutes ago. Eight boys rescued. Four boys and their coach remain inside, and operations have completed for the day. So this is this is all that'll happen. They're going to pick things back up tomorrow. And according to Thai authorities, the boys are in good health. I just don't know how that happens, but fantastic. Well, they're working against the clock because uh, there's going to be more heavy rainfall. And, uh, I mean, it's monsoon season over there, I guess. Are they using this thing that Elon Musk sent no. over? Because I don't know if you saw that video, but it was a kid-sized submarine that he made. No. Or they're they're not, his, his company made. He paid to have made. Yeah. They're testing that. Yeah. But they're saying if the boys are taken out in the sunlight, they got to put glass on because they haven't seen light, natural light, in how many days? Wow. I mean, it's what, 13? Since June 23rd. Jeez. And the fact... The fact that they were found 
two and a half miles inside this cave is what a miracle. Yeah. A little bit of a surprise, that's for sure. So that's good news. Uh, President Trump will reveal his nominee to replace Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy tonight. The announcement's going to come at 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock our time from the White House. And Trump says he's narrowed it down to four people. So you got Brett Kavanaugh, Raymond Kethledge, Amy Coney Barrett, and Judith Scheinlin. No, it's not. That's Judge Judy. Yeah, I know. Get out of here with that. It wouldn't surprise me, but that would be hilarious. You said it so calm, oh, dude. I know. For a second, it took I was like, me half a second. I was like, wait, how do I know that name? <laughs> so we'll see tonight who the, uh, who the uh, nominee is going to be. And expect to fight for the next couple weeks and couple months. That's going to be fun. At least uh, 54 people have died across Quebec, Canada. And I mentioned this at the top of the show. Uh, temperatures got to 93 degrees on Thursday. And the CBC reports that 28 of the heat-related deaths occurred in uh, Montreal. With many of the people that died over the age of 65. And they're saying that 60% of the Montreal victims were men who lived alone without air conditioning. Uh. The coldest I've ever been was in Montreal in the winter. Oh, me too. It was negative 19, and the wind was insane, dude. And when we went out to the bus, your nostrils instantly froze. Instant. I mean, it was the most chilling. And I've been in technically colder in Germany, but that negative 19 with whatever wind was going on in Montreal was just... You went skiing up there I'll never forget it. And it was freezing. It was over New Year's. Freezing. But... Gorgeous. Great skiing up there. Gorgeous. <laughs> Perfect powder. Perfect. Oh, it's great. Perfect powder. <laughs> That's uh, when I took the uh, laxatives accidentally. Oh, yeah. Oh, laxatives. Yeah. Laxatives. Yeah. Powder wasn't perfect by the no. time you got done. I love that story. I was like an Olympic skier that day. Boy, here's a nightmare for you renters out there. Now, you think it's bad if you find one spider in your bedroom? You know when you find one spider, you know there's more. Mm-hmm. That's the mind F. Like, ah, here's one spider. You know, there's a colony somewhere. So a woman from Brentwood, Tennessee, found out she had an infestation of brown recluse spiders in her bedroom. And she figured it out after getting a bunch of spider bites in her sleep. And then she went to the doctor. And two days later, she was taken to the emergency room because she couldn't move or swallow. Oh, my. Yikes. That's That's a sign. The things are are wrong. Yeah. Yes, when you can't move or swallow. Yes, that's a that's what that's the flu sign. is that right? Or Should I see somebody? <laughs> so she said the apartment complex sprayed her unit, but didn't get rid of the spiders, and she asked for uh, the complex to break her lease, and they're resisting. Man, well, I lived in South City. There was a two-family duplex next to me. And uh, the owner, and it was really old and run down and all this other stuff. And the owner s- sold it. And the, the person who bought it turned it into a one-person house, a really big house. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to the owner's daughter when they were selling it. And she lived there. And it was horrible conditions wow. when they sold it. And I said, what made you finally decide? She said, I was sleeping more than once. 
this happened. She woke up because of cockroaches falling on her oh face my God. and her oh, chest man. while she was sleeping. Can you imagine? Uh, I mean, I had, I had a cockroach infect, infested apartment living in New York City. But we all got along. It was like Joe's apartment. Remember the show Joe's apartment? <laughs> all we good. all got along. All good. <laughs> you know, it's hard to, you know, to feel your your dad is safe with the with the crazy technological advances all around us. And now there's a new thing to be worried about. Ready for this? The heat signature you leave on your keyboard. What? Scientists at the University of California found it's possible to use a thermal camera to record heat signatures left by human hands up to a minute after they last touched their keyboard keys. Well, I'm glad they announced this. Now people who didn't know this can start stealing our stuff no, by using this technology. It's for you to be for you to, to be, be wary of it. All right. They warn hackers could wait for somebody to step away from their keyboard and then use this method to figure out their login details or even like bank pen. Or strings of text. And they're calling this type of cyber attack as the Terminator. Oh, <laughs> look out. <laughs> and the researchers hope their findings will encourage a, a move away from alphanumeric passwords towards more secure methods. Like what? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but here's some, uh, if you want to, um, I guess, get ahead of the hackers. And it's almost impossible to avoid being hacked if somebody really wants to. If really, want, if really somebody wants to hack you, they'll do it. But don't make it easy for them. So someone talked to an actual hacker about things people do that put them at risk online. So, And there are four big ones. One is not changing your password regularly. And you've probably heard it a million times, but it's, it's that important. If, you, if you've been using the same password for five years, change it. Especially if you use that same one across multiple websites. Change it. Two is posting a photo of your house key. Some people do it to celebrate after getting a new place. But hackers can use that photo to make a copy of your key to break oh, in. What a great... Statement wow. to make that, and is if so the photo wow. is geotagged, they could find out exactly where you live. Yeah, I always the photo thing. I always heard for like you know people that are like, just got tickets to Taylor Swift, and then they go to the show, and all of a sudden it's like this seat's already we've already scanned this in. They're like, what? Literally, they just posted the picture online. They pull the barcode. Yeah. They're in. Mm-hmm. I bought my new fir- my my first house on Cardinal Lane. Ooh. Yeah, here's a picture of the key. Here's and then, the as you go, cleaned out. How about this? Your teenager posting a photo of their new driver's license. As dumb as it sounds, it happens all the time, and hackers can use it to steal their identity. Or go after you since you're the one with the money. And the fourth thing this hacker says, if you want to protect yourself, not looking at what's in the background of photos before you post them. Like taking a selfie at your desk and not really uh, not realizing your password is taped up behind you. Oh, wasn't that what they thought the uh, the guy that sent out the Hawaii alert? Oh yeah. Remember that he posted oh, yeah. a picture of his computer and they were like, uh, "Those are passwords." Those are all right your there. passwords on there. <laughs> also, be careful about things like paychecks and what's on your computer screen. 
Yeah, they always say, you know, it, it, it's it's always on like the compilation of photos, the photo gallery that says, you know, these people are idiots. The people that post the, got my first debit card. Oh, that's the best, <laughs> that's, that's the best one. And somebody's like, that looks fake. Let me see the back of it. And they're like, here, why? Come on. Man. Finally <laughs> opened a checking account. Check it out. Here's my first check. With routing number. The debit card. Look, have you ever seen the debit card one? Uh, oh, uh, look that up. Oh, really? dude, there's a, there's a ton of them, Jeff. I mean, uh, it's ridiculous. Dummies. Got my first debit card. How awesome is this picture Quali- of the Cardinal logo on it? You're qualified like, for my first credit card. Like, dude, your whole information is right there. Wow. It's all over. Ah. Uh, tons of them. <laughs> Who loves bananas? I do. I love, I love bananas. bananas. I eat one every love day, bananas. every morning. I mind having a frozen banana Well, right scientists now. are warning that uh, bananas could be on the brink of extinction. Get out of here. That would be terrible. The issue is a tropical fungus known as the Panama disease. It's currently spreading through Africa and Asia. And if it makes its way to South America, the biggest supplier of, uh, of a type of commercially grown banana known as the Cavendish... Scientists think it could be something that completely wipes out the banana. Wow. Well, let's stop that, please. There's a bit of hope, though. The Madagascan banana is somehow immune to this fungus. So scientists are hoping they could figure out which genes protect it from the disease, which could then potentially be used to save the types of bananas that we eat. And for the time being, though, you will likely see bananas at your local grocery store. Dude, let me tell you this right now, and I don't know if it's just if it's just me or what, but you better go out and get some peaches because they are they are prime right now, man. Really, uh, dude? Season? I bought I bought five peaches and I've I've eaten three of them so far, and each one two is than the two next. is what you have left. Each one is better than the next. Man. <laughs> I thought you were doing a math question. <laughs> Sorry, dude. A good peach is fantastic. I'm a telling, bad go peach get them right is now. a day a bad peach. And there's two. If it's too hard, because you oh, keep going. Two, I was gonna say there's two forms of bad peaches: the real hard, and the one where when you pick it up, it just disintegrates in your hand. You're like, oh, <laughs> where, this, where the skin falls off. Yeah. 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 You take one bite, and all of a sudden you go, "This is a yogurt." Uh, I haven't really. It's bought- creamy. <laughs> uh, I haven't really bought any peach. Yeah, but the the good peach is pretty rare, like you're saying, Tony. So. Oh, I mean, come a peach on, man. That's These too are hard fantastic. is the worst. Yeah, I haven't really gotten peaches because uh, I found out my daughter is allergic to uh, allergic to pitted fruits. I'm I'm not supposed to have pitted fruits hmm. in the house. Wow, yeah, ruins it. Thanks a lot, kid. Pitted fruits. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty susceptible to. Uh, Pitted fruits, in particular. So you can't have them in the house. No, I just don't buy them because you know I'll forget and I'll here guys and then she's like, uh, she's old enough now, but she goes, does this have a pit? <laughs> Every uh, fruit I give her, she's like, does this have a pit? So everybody's got to pay the price, huh? Yeah. For the pitted fruit out. Way to go, darling. Oh, and by the way, speaking of bananas, one final thing. There's a new prank that's kind of spreading around the internet. That frankly, I mean, would scare the hell out of you if it if it happened to you. So. um... It turns out that if you scratch a message into a banana peel a couple hours later, the letters turn brown. So the person who buys the banana will think they just got a message from a ghost or a spirit. (laughs) That's hilarious. Or a stalker or maybe all three. That's kind of funny. So if you go to this, and again, use this knowledge responsibly. But if you just scratch a message into a banana a couple hours later, you could write like, I know what you did last summer. See you soon. Or please don't eat me.
Oh man, if, if I got a banana that I, I bought from the store, brought it home, and it looked fine, and then hours later it said, see you soon, I'd burn the house down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it at home. I'd move. I'm going to do it at home. I'm yeah, try put, that. I'm alive. Please don't eat me. <laughs> try it. And that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. The Cardinals didn't have a great day yesterday. They lost to the Giants 13-8 in San Francisco. However, one Cardinal did have a good day. Rosters for the All-Star game were announced, and Miles Michaelis got hit, selected to his first ever All-Star team. And there's still a chance for another Cardinal to make it as well. Matt Carpenter is part of the final fan vote. Uh, he's in the running to make the squad. All you got to do is go to the website, stlcardinals.com. You can vote Does for him Does he deserve there. to make it? Oh, I think Carpenter? so. Yeah, I think he hit, he's hitting pretty well. A couple of weeks ago, he's batting my weight, so he must have been doing really well Yeah, lately. Uh, up next for the Cardinals, after an off day tonight, the Cardinals are in Chicago to take on the White Sox. Uh, first pitch scheduled for 7-10. Miles Michaelis gets the start. And it sucks. It sucks. This is how down the Cardinals are. Miles Michaelis, is that how you say his name, is on the All-Star team. Guess who voted him in? Not anybody except for the league, because every team has to have a representative, and that's yeah. our representative courtesy of the league. Nobody voted yeah, him Michael in. Michael Walker's having a great season. Isn't he's he? hurt. Yeah, but he's he's I'm done for sure. the year, I think. Yeah, he's hurt. Dude, that's he's not done for the year. He's done for a while, right? Yeah. 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 Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. As storied as the Cardinals are, they now don't have anybody good enough to get chosen what about by Alex the... Alex Reyes? I mean, he's... He's, he's hurt. Uh, not... He's, uh, Riz, he's hurt. He's... He's doing everything with his left hand now. They could have they they gone with Wainwright, though. Well, he's hurt, too. He's hurt. <laughs> what about Ozzy Smith? He's okay, retired. and this is, this is where we move on. Tom Boyer? Hignazzi? What about Boyer? As far as How the other Tom members Zeal of hitting? the 2018 right, All-Star teams in the NL, Javier Baez, Nick Markakis, they get their first-time selections to the All-Star team. Bryce Harper picked up a sixth on the AL side. Mike Trout, Chris Sale, Justin Verlander get the selection for the seventh time. Uh, Jose Altuve picked up his sixth nod. Full rosters can be seen on the blog. com slash Riz. Uh, yesterday afternoon, Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic put out a story that said hometown guy Pat Maroon was expected to sign with the Blues. Then last night around 7.30, he tweeted that Maroon's agent said there was no decision yet and that several teams were still in the mix, but the Blues were a strong option. What does this mean? No idea. Looks like we'll have to wait and see where Maroon decides to sign. You know what I hate is, is his brother. Phil Maroon, I think is what his name is, on Twitter. Every time something good comes out, he comes out and goes, nope, that's not it. I'm like, damn you! Yeah, That's his, so. apparently his brother. Because ah. somebody said they saw him in town in St. Louis. Why else would he be here but the sign for the, with the Blues? Well, he's, well, he's got family he's here. He's got a son here. Yeah. So. And he just had back surgery. And it's the offseason. <laughs> right. And yeah. I don't I don't think you have to come to St. Louis to sign. No, I'm pretty sure you could do that via e-document. <laughs> I think so. That's right. Yeah, I'm in St. Louis right now. Dude, are you are you signing with the Blues? I mean, it's, it's, there's rumors. Oh, congratulations. I can't man. talk about it. I'll the talk World to your Cup semifinal matches are set with France to play Belgium tomorrow and Croatia to face off against England on Wednesday. Winners go on to the final match for the World Cup. Uh, how they got there, France beat Uruguay 2 to nothing. Belgium beat Brazil 2 to 1. England won 2 to nothing over Sweden and Croatia beat Russia 4 to 3 in a penalty shootout after a 2-2 tie. That game in was incredible. After, the, after England beat Sweden, they they destroyed an IKEA. That's they, what they do. Yeah. That's what you're supposed Are you to do. Real? Yeah, for real. Get out of here. Look it up. <laughs> wait, wait, who destroyed I want you IKEA? to look it up. The Swedes? Hooligans. The Swedes or the English? No, so, the English. So they sat there and they said, not only did we beat you in soccer, we beat you in furniture too. Yeah. 
They didn't tear anything. They just took all the instructions how to put everything together, <laughs> and they burned all the instructions. I want, Store I want had to close. Up, IKEA England, and I want you to read the headline. God. Oh man. He's, he's waiting for you I'm to do this. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll read you this story first. Uh, some people think golf can be boring to watch on TV, but I think this will change it. Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson are planning on a $10 million head-to-head winner-take-all showdown. And Golf.com says it's an 18-hole death match. I don't know what that means. And, of course, this would have been... that loser dies. This would have been much cooler 10 years ago when the two of them were, were pretty awesome. Oh, no, I think that's pretty cool. But it's still going to be pretty cool. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. This all came about because they played together in a practice round at the Players Championship and uh, he said Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods both said that they're down for it as far as when it'll happen or what network it'll be on that is still undecided okay so the uh, the headline here is England fans smash ambulance let loose an Ikea after win over Sweden <laughs> wow. let loose one, yeah, the next one is England fans celebrate World Cup victory over Sweden by smashing an ambulance <laughs> and then a furniture store yeah. and then Ikea actually uh, tweeted out uh, let's see. We were aware of a small group of fans celebrating the match result in one of our stores. Being both British and Swedish, we were on the edge of our seats during the game, and we would like to say gratis. Okay, well, let's not encourage the uh, hooliganism. No. That's wow. a class response, though. Uh, I know we don't report a whole lot on the NBA, but this is of note. Tony Parker, after playing with the San Antonio Spurs, has decided to retire. Nope, that's a lie. He signed with the Charlotte Hornets to be a guy coming off the bench. 17 years he spent with the Spurs, and the Spurs said to him, Hey, man, we really want you to stay with the organization. We really want you to be a mentor with the team. And he said, Nope, I want to play still, and left. See him. I heard the Sonics were interested at first, though. There. Finally, Eric Jones is the winner of your Coke 0400 from Daytona. Martin Truex Jr., A.J. Allmendinger, Casey Kane, and Chris Busher, Busher rounded out the top five. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the Dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by More Choice Jewelry. Check them out online at ninjabling.com. Hey guys, hop in the Hoosh Mobile. Let's All go right, to Pennsylvania. Right, let's okay. go. Here we are, Pennsylvania. I got a window. Where uh, you got a couple 30 year old Jesse Shields and 22 year old Catherine McCloskey. Guys, they did a bunch of bath salts last Friday cool. and convinced themselves that they were about to be abducted by aliens. <laughs> They saw tiny lights blinking in the sky and thought there were uh, alien laser beams that were somehow tracking them. <laughs> so they pulled out a gun and fired it into the air. That's the way to go. And then they started banging on people's doors, asking them to call 911 because they were being followed. <laughs> so somebody did. And the cops showed up and were able to confirm that they were not being followed by aliens. <laughs> it is confirmed. It turned out the lights they saw in the sky were actually fireflies. <laughs> Both these dumb Hoosiers are facing drug charges. Uh, police also tacked on burglary charges because the guy broke a... Well, they both broke a guy's screen door while they were trying to flee the fireflies. So you go from Pennsylvania, Jesse Shields, Catherine McCloskey. That's today's Headline Hoosh. All right, welcome back. On this Monday, we're having fun? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, tomorrow, we'll announce the new Real or Fake Punishment. Also, and hopefully, we'll have all the details on the the punishment where Patrico and Jeff and Moon will be locked in a place for 24 hours. It was supposed to be at a Waffle House, but that's that has since changed. So hopefully, tomorrow, we'll give you all the details on that. 
I had somebody over the weekend tell me, they were like, hey man, I know you guys have been having some problems, but if you just want, you could just be locked up for 24 hours in a prison. How about yeah. that? It's like, uh, no. Yeah, this is going to be good. If all works out, it'll be good. All right, King Scott, come on in. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah! The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun facts. All right, sex, relationships, and then we'll get to the sex toy of the week. All good stuff. So according to Match.com, Yesterday was the best day of the summer to find a date. You missed it, Scott. You missed it, oh, Scott. Way to go. I tried to call you. Stay home. I, I thought you were pranking went, me again. Your phone went right to voicemail. <laughs> so they looked at 20 years of data, and they found that the Sunday after 4th of July has the biggest increase in signups and messages of any day over the summer. I wonder why. Maybe for, everybody's posting about their friend groups and this and that. I don't know. For comparison's sake, there will be about 20% more signups and messages on Sunday, or this past Sunday, than there are on Valentine's Day. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if that's a, hey, I went over to somebody's house for a get-together and everybody had somebody but me kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. A lot of socializing. Or it's somebody that bought a bunch of fireworks, lit them off by themselves, and went... Man, I wish this I had been so much more fun with somebody else. I wish I had somebody to do this with. <laughs> I can't even take pictures of my fireworks because I'm here by myself. So Match.com also ran a survey asking people what summer date activities they'd want to do the most. And here are the top five. Number one, sporting events. Two, wine tasting. Then salsa dancing. Oh, well, you take the word dancing out of there and I'm in. But <laughs> Skydiving and then... Whitewater rafting. We do this in Colorado Springs. I will Springs. do one of yeah. those five things. <laughs> what the? I'd like to do all five of those things in one day. Yeah. I would do one, possibly two of those things. Actually, we could combine some of that stuff. Let's do a wine tasting while whitewater rafting. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Like, I'd, like, to, I'd like to skydive while <laughs> learn how to salsa dance. You guys ever, white, you guys ever whitewater rafting? Yeah, damn right I have. It's nope. the greatest. Oh, it's That's so fun. fun. Yeah. Did you do I like full blown where you like helmets and everything? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. Oh, yeah. It's so awesome. That's fun. I think you'd love it, Tony. I don't know. I yeah. do like Thunder River at Six Flags. <laughs> it's, it's very similar. It's almost exactly the same. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. It really right, is. And I'm in. No. <laughs> Man. So, okay, so Sunday was supposed to be the, the best day of the summer to find a date, even bigger than Valentine's Day. So if you got an online dating profile, here are some tips to get everything in shape. Use five to six photos. According to a Match.com survey of 1,500 online daters, having five to six photos is the ideal number. Hmm. Interesting. Does it matter what's on them? Or? <laughs> Here's or a picture of a leaf. Photos. You know, if you, if you buy a frame, whatever comes in the frame. <laughs> okay, good. Put it on there. Leaf, a happy family, roller coaster. What is this guy? Include a headshot and a full body photo. At least one of your pictures should be a... High quality close up of your face where you're looking at the camera and smiling. And you should also have a few body shots where you're dressed up and looking good. Yeah. Also, uh, at least one shot showing your nipples. Right. Yes. That is. And as a single guy. Oh, no? Okay. 
and as a single guy, I think they should make it required by law that you have to like actually show the full body shot and not trick. <laughs> no trickery with camera angles. No. No. That's illegal. They do also require at least one undercarriage photo uh, as well. Uh, oh, right. boy. Yes. <laughs> now, if you're hesitant to put a body shot for whatever, for whatever reason, here's a good life hack. If you're a guy wearing a nice sport coat, crisp shirt, and jeans, and ladies can't go wrong with a nice dress and a collar that compliments you. Wow. Did that stat just say, here's a, here's a life hack for you. Look nice. Yeah, dress up. Strange. <laughs> 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 Clean yourself up, you slob. Wow, that's weird. Uh, use current photos. Your photos should be no more than one or two years old. It's tempting to post photos from five years ago just because you look better, but don't do it. <laughs> they say be positive in your profile. Leave out all negativity. For example, you could take out, do not contact me if you voted for so-and-so. Don't have that in there. And stick to only one or two sites or apps. If you're on more than two, it's too many, and it'll be hard to stay focused. But what if the one is on that third social media or third dating one site? site? One or two. One or two. That's it. One or two. Uh, did you guys know that last Friday was International Kissing Day? I did, actually. Myself and Scott celebrated. <laughs> Did you really know that, Jeff? Yeah, I, I saw it on social media. Okay. It's the only reason I know. Yeah. A new survey found one in five people think they're not a very good kisser. 23% said they're an amazing kisser. 28% said great. And 32% said good. So over 80% gave their own kissing skills a positive review. But 16% said they're just okay at it. And 2% said they're a horrible kisser. <laughs> That's funny. We we all know a guy, and I've I've respected him in a completely different way ever since he said this. He considers himself terrible a terrible kisser and terrible in bed, and I've never heard another human being admit that ever or even think that, much less admit it. Hmm. Then there's one dude, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm the worst. I'm, ter- <laughs> I'm terrible in bed." I, I was like, "Really? Like what? What do you mean?" He's like, "Oh, I just I'm I, I'm awful. I'm awful." Has he had confirmation from this from partners? I'm sure he has. But is he he good at other things? I don't know. He can (laughs) juggle. Yeah, I mean, Tony could DJ. I mean, that guy. It's not Tony. It's the the guy we were talking about. Easy, virgin. Easy. Ever since he admitted it, I've always been like, man, I respect you, dude. I respect you. That's some balls right there. Uh, here are a couple more stats from that survey, the kissing survey. People rank their partner's kissing skills roughly the same as their own. 27% said they're an amazing kisser. 27% said great. 26 said good. 12 said just okay. And 2% said they're horrible at it. 84% of us had our first kiss before leaving high school. Middle school and, uh, and high school are the most common times for it to happen. But 22% had their first kiss in elementary school. And 2% of people over 18 said they've still never been kissed. Mine was in elementary school. I remember it vividly. Same here. So awkward. And it sucked. It it was not great. See, do you, like, I mean, I, I know technically that is considered your first kiss, but like, I remember my first kiss in grade school wasn't even like what I would consider a kiss today. Like it was literally like I like I think like your first kiss is like your first like are we talking tongue kissing here? I believe there was some some 
some Frenchin. Oh, oh wow. some Frenchin. You, mine too. It had to or. have been for like two seconds. Yeah, mine too, but it was late. So what he's talking about is like, you you consider first kiss as first first. I was makeout. I was asking like for me my first kiss I consider that to be my first makeout session. Oh, and you know what? Yeah, it so had to be witnessed same. by a bunch of people too for it to count. What? Yeah, it had to be in front of people. Oh man, then mine. What does? If in if in my elementary school, for it to count as a first kiss, oh, it had to be in front of people. Oh, you guys did like a game or something. No, it was, you know, you kind of partnered up. You had your, your quote-unquote girlfriend at sixth grade. Damn, you Eastern folks are loose. And uh, there was some kissing going on at the, uh, <laughs> at the old jungle gym. <laughs> Fast and loose on the East we Coast. We didn't speak that way. <laughs> remember her? Do you remember her first name? Yeah, Amanda. Would you stay Amanda with... Rivera. Mine was Chris. The What? With a K. Oh, him? It's a, it was a girl. Hmm. I'm assuming still is. I don't know. These people that said that their partner, these 2% that said their partner are horrible at it, would you stay with somebody if you considered them a horrible kisser? I mean, that kind of goes with some other territory, yeah. don't you think? What if they graded everything else? I don't see yeah, that happening. It starts like there, though. It like starts cooking. with a kiss. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel terrible. I don't, I don't, I can't think of the name of the girl that I... Oh, are you kidding are you me? Slut? Wow. Yeah. She felt nothing? I feel terrible. What a life. I can like you've been I, tested recently. She just started crying. I'm, I'm thinking back, and I'm and I'm and I'm landing on on somebody, but I don't think that was my first. Like I can't think further back than that, because I'm like I'm pretty sure that I made out with somebody else before, <laughs> like like sixth or seventh grade. But I don't know. I was learning a lot. Do you remember when your first kiss was? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Last was, week, right? It was last yeah, we week. Uh, last, last week. Kissing day last week. Yeah, I tripped. <laughs> and our lips touched. Yeah, it was great. Ah, <laughs> uh, family reunions, huh? <laughs> what, what? High school? It was high school, and we were coming back from some church event, and it was in the back of one of those 15-passenger vans, mm. and uh, that's where my first kiss was. I hope you left enough room for the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> yeah, I had my first kiss, and then nine months later, I had my first yeah, kiss. That's, yeah, that's not a kiss. Is that is, is that real? Is that real? <laughs> is that Frenchie? Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple months span in there. Oh <laughs> man, and that's exactly that's, what happened. That's not how babies are made. <laughs> <laughs> I've been had. You told me. According to the survey, the number one thing that can ruin a kiss is bad breath. Damn, lady, oh. you're a hell of a kisser. You're what? Followed by too much tongue. Your teeth getting in the way. Not enough tongue and accidentally making eye contact with the other person. Your teeth getting in the way. What are we, Freddie Mercury? <laughs> you never made out with a with a with a teether with a small woodland creature. <laughs> <laughs> Whose teeth get in the way? Mm, what are you, a squirrel? You never bump teeth. Well, I mean, I guess so, but not to make a a, a list? list like this. You made the list. Have you ever made out with a chick that had that used way too much tongue? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, man, sure. There was at one point where I wanted to just go, calm down. Oh my gosh, that's funny because I, re I remember I said that. I said, slow down, slow down. And then it was over and I was like, that's... Uh, that's the survey that's also found 31% of us have kissed somebody on a dare before. 14% of Americans let their dog kiss them on the mouth. And 1 in 10 people still get grossed out when they see their parents kiss. Do you let your dogs kiss you on the mouth? Of course. Uh, sure. What do you mean, of course? Yeah, whatever. 
Every dog it's owner does. Course. Yeah, it is. It's not enough, of course. I would say more than 80% of dog owners would say that. 14% of Americans let their dog no, kiss 14% them on the mouth. admit it. So you don't let Gary kiss you on the mouth? <laughs> Gary says fish. fish. don't have lips. Well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know unless you tried kissing them? Good point. Uh, according to a new survey, 99% of women say they do not want their husband or boyfriend to wear Speedos this summer. <laughs> what? I'd like to speak to the one percenter. I'll give you a number. And it looks like men are on board because only 2% said they would they would even want to wear one. I think women are afraid that the, everyone will stare at their man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lust after them. This is an American survey. How about this one? Go ahead and spend another hour on the beach. Speaking of the Speedos and the beach, it could improve your life in the bedroom. Experts say that vitamin vitamin D <laughs> Go on. Which you, which you get increased dose of with sun exposure changes your sex drive. And a, a sexual health expert says that vitamin D is known to stimulate the release of testosterone in men, which is the hormone responsible for for our sex drive. And she says that think back to caveman times. Those men catching animals out in the sun all day still needed the energy to come back and procreate to save their race. This is nature at its rawest. At the same time, vitamin D is known to increase levels of estrogen in women which in turn increases female sex drive. And if you sit on the beach long enough, you can watch the water and you learn the motion. Of the ocean. Yes. <laughs> which uh-huh. is far more important than the size uh-huh. of the ship. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> or so That's I've been told I've over and too. over Says again. the guy that has a very small ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, will you let me just do that, Chuck? I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, you you're right. I apologize. <laughs> my, my, my apologies. All right. And now there's this. And now the Roger Ebert of Dildos. <laughs> Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. All right, Tones, what do we got here? Today, it's the open mouth hood with padded blindfold. What? Wait till you see this thing. This thing looks like uh, she's a foot soldier from Ninja Turtles, but forgot to cut the eyes out. Uh-huh. I mean, it really, truly does. Uh, the price of this thing's not terrible. $15.95. Ooh, the average bargain. review is four and a half out of five stars. The review comment comes from Perry, and he gives this three stars. Here is his review. As much as I like this product, I had to only give it three stars. I'll explain why. My wife has a huge head. (laughs) The damn thing is massive. And when this says one size fits all, it should say one size fits most everyone but my wife. I love the fact this makes sex so enjoyable, though. All I can see is her mouth, and that's awesome. I don't have to look into her eyes or see any of the crazy faces she makes during sex. I do wish the blindfold was a little darker, so that way she wouldn't see my faces of disgust during (laughs) our hookup sessions. It fits my girlfriend perfectly. She does not have a huge head. Other Other than that, made well, good price, I recommend. All right. I mean, this looks like a... Like a ski mask without the eyes cut out. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And he's using the same one for both. Oh, I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. Is it what material is this? Uh, I believe it's just like a uh, stretchy, almost nylon material. Okay. Yeah, but then the, the, the bottom of it kind of looks shiny, like that's that, that might be like that might be leather. a leather collar. I think that's an additional add-on. Ah, for fifteen ninety-five. Oh. 
No, I'm saying an additional add on oh, like okay. that. I think I think the the mask is just one thing, and I think they have stepped their game up in this photo. Okay. Like you know, when you go to Amazon, it says bundle it with this. Yeah. Well, there's the open mouth hood with padded blindfold. Purchasers always. Purchasers also bought. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sex toy of the week. Hey, it's Carter Hutton, St. Louis Blues. You're listening to The Riz Show. And happy birthday, Riz. That's, that's a lie. Wait, so he resigned? That's a no, lie. He no, resigned? A lie. What? Is that his way of announcing I'm, I'm it? I'm leaving. say former St. Louis Blue. <laughs> yeah, just drop in. Former just, uh, St. Louis Blue. I was just telling that the fellas here, my kids are on their way to uh, their first sleepaway camp experience. Actually in the car right now. Aw. I know they're listening, actually, so... Uh, I gotta say happy birthday to my little girl. Turned seven, seven years old Aww, today. Oh, happy birthday, little girl! Seven happy birthday, the girl! So great today! <laughs> happy birthday, the girl! <laughs> no, it was almost exactly seven years ago today. I think around this time, we were in that room doing the thing. <laughs> Is she the one you almost passed out? I almost passed son? out for both of them. Okay, <laughs> you're talking about during the conception. You almost passed out. Oh, whole thing. No, I hope they have a they have a great time at at their sleepaway camp. They will, man. You guys ever do that? I did. as a as a child ever go I away. I never did. Never did. Either. I think my oldest brother they sent away, and he came back with horror stories and said, uh, "Don't do it, don't do it." So we never did. I did with uh, uh, Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. Yeah, I loved it. I thought for like three summers in a row I went away to camp, but my dad just kept dropping me off places. Oh no, these kids are gonna have a great time. <laughs> oh, I have fun zip lining and and, oh, yeah. and tubing and swimming in the lake and all that stuff. Yeah, so we, we we did all the campouts. Occasionally, we would do uh, like winter for like a week during Christmas vacation in a um, in a cabin. But I did a soccer camp, the McBride soccer camp, and uh, during the World Cup '94, and we stayed in a college. So like. 13 year old oh, kids cool. got college dorms. Oh, it that's was pretty neat. Awesome. Well, I want to say good luck to the kids. Have fun. My parents got rid of me anytime they could. It just hit me. I did do this in high school, though. It was LaSallian Youth Camp. It was what's, a week. Was it fun? Where'd you go? I mean, it was it was cool. We talking tents? No, this was like, it uh, wasn't like camping, but it was like we went to different areas in the Midwest. I mean, it wasn't like. Were they going to stay in uh, yurts? I had to look for up. real. I don't, what I the hell is yurts a yurt? Are awesome. That's what I. I want to live in a yurt. Yeah, that's what I stayed in in uh, Yosemite. How the hell? Those are the best. Y U R T. I thought it was Y E R T. I thought oh, it was you. I thought it, I think it's you. It's a, it's there's a there's a DIY shows that that where people guys are are building yurts. I watch them all the time. It's fantastic. Oh, it's awesome. So it's basically it's like a it's uh, a teepee tent. It's what well, well, it can be. It's like but it's, it's big. Yeah, it's like well, ours was just the size of like a tiny, tiny cabin, but like it's yeah, it's like a semi like tent. It's like a semi permanent tent. Yeah, Mine was like, just like army green. This looks awesome. Yeah, it's basically a round building. It's like a dome. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, mini yeah. dome. Ours wasn't like that. Ours was shaped like like a tent. Yeah, these are round. Oh, that's cool. And Our, they have like bunk beds. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah. Kids have fun. Okay. That does sound fun. That See, your dad is going to miss you. Daddy will be okay. The Love yurt, you guys. The year that we stayed in in Yosemite was basically like a tent that I didn't have to set up. Okay, so so yeah, so this looks like, I mean, anytime you've ever seen any type of movie where there is a summer camp, this is what they sleep uh-huh. in. Well, that thing is huge. 
Yeah. Yeah, there are big yurts and little yurts. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but size really doesn't matter. No, it's the motion of the yurt. It's the Rosito Show. <laughs> on it's the motion of the yurt. That's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be staying in there anyway. This is for sleeping. And and quiet time for reflection. Yes. <laughs> right. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Uh, Usually when celebrities uh, Google themselves, they hate what they see, they hate what they read, that sort of thing. But Oprah isn't your typical celebrity, as we all know. First of all, she had said that she had never Googled herself before, ever, ever in in a million years. And then she finally Googled herself. For the first time, Get she would not lie here. about that, Riz. Get this is Oprah. She has her own network. Oh, she has other people Google her for her. Right. And she was thrilled with what she found. Oh, okay. Here's the queen herself, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oprah. I Googled myself the other day for the first time, and I was reading about... What did you say? I, I was like, I am so impressed with myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I didn't know, that I was first African-American self-made billionaire did not know that, donated more to charity in the 20th century than any other African-American. I said, this is really good. That's really great. Really good. It's funny because every time she talks about herself, she brings violins with her. That's the first time she's ever Googled herself. Yeah, she would not lie. Get the out of here. What a great, what a great way though to segue into you promoting yourself. Yeah, what a great, how badass you are! A humble brag. <laughs> yeah, Let's all Google that's ourselves. That's what that was. That yeah, was a humble the, brag. The violins yep. were to cover up the oh, brag part. Oh, yes, I did Google myself. Huh, first self-made oh billionaire. I forgot. Oh, I'm self-made uh, billionaire. I'm amazing. I donated <laughs> five bazillion dollars to charity. Huh, first time Google myself. How crazy! Play the violin so I can talk about how spectacular I am. Let me see. I'm going to Google Tony Patrico. I Googled Jeff Burton, and apparently I'm a race car driver that's retired. I Googled Tony Patrico, and ah, it's crazy. It just says I have the world's largest penis. (laughs) That's crazy. I had to click on page 148 to find that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Tony Patrico, let's see here. I'm uh, apparently a a retired race car driver. Cat was my biggest sponsor. Tony Patrico. I was number 99. The first thing that comes up is Tony Patrico Facebook. I thought you were 24. Oh, that's Jeff Gordon. Yeah. The first thing that, that comes out for uh, Scott Rizzuto is 62 records found. That's it. Oh, cool. There's it's not this, quite uh, the same. Patrigon Riz weight tables and lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> that's so How good. many years in radio and that's what comes up? That's when it. You... <laughs> My legacy. That's your legacy. Uh, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg has overtaken Warren Buffett to become the world's third richest person. He is now worth... billion, and that's just $373 million ahead of Buffett. Uh, He only trails uh, Jeff Bezos uh, Bezos from Amazon with $142 billion. Microsoft uh, founder uh, Bill Gates, $94.2 billion. So that's one and two for you. Do you think Warren Buffett gets a little, like, miffed? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Or at that point, it doesn't even matter. I would think maybe a little bit because don't you have to be kind of competitive to get to get where he is? I don't know. Warren or, Buffett still lives in a, in a small house. He drives what an old Oldsmobile, an, an old car. I know that yeah. much. Yeah, it's like an Oldsmobile '88 or something he, like he that. He still lives in Omaha. Mm-hmm. It's a good looking house, but it ain't no, no you know. No, it's not what he could house. have. It's, yeah, it's, he's not living in a yurt. Oh. 
<laughs> He's not yurting it. He's not yurting around, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, for the first time, the uh, the three richest people all made their fortunes in technology. Interesting. A lot can happen when a rapper reps his hometown. You know how, uh, remember Nelly with St. Louis and everything? That was so amazing. Uh, well, Drake takes it to a different level. Uh, everything from mentioning local landmarks in his songs to uh, hyping the, the basketball team from out there, the Raptors, and nicknaming his city the Six. He's Toronto's most recognized celebrity. And according to a new report from Vice News, he's responsible for about 5% of Toronto's $8.8 billion annual tourism revenue. Boy, I, I'm... So that's $440 million. You know Neil all that Young money? Is pissed. That, is Neil Young's from Toronto? I think so. You know all that money his record company spent on getting him on Spotify? He really is on every playlist. Yeah. Saw that over the weekend, too. I saw it over the weekend. He's on every playlist. It's obnoxious. Something from that new record Scorpion is. Neil Young, Winnipeg. Uh. Oh, for real? I thought he claimed Toronto. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Born in Toronto, but at a young age moved to Winnipeg. That's where his origin is. Hmm. So, Moon, you are correct, sir. Thanks, man. Proud of you. Elvis Costello, speaking of singers, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but he canceled the last six dates of his European tour. He is uh, recovering from cancer surgery that he had a while back, as a matter of fact. Recovery is a little tougher than he expected. Uh, This is his statement. Quote, six weeks ago, my specialist called me and said, you should start playing the lotto uh, because he had a rarely, if ever seen, uh, very small but very aggressive cancerous malignancy. It doesn't say where, though, uh, but it was defeated by one single surgery. But after a few weeks of recovery, he's been on the road the entire time, and he said it's just taking too much of a toll. So he's uh, he's jumping off the road for a little while. Yeah, hang out, relax, take it easy, heal, yeah, and then get back. He's still married to Allison Krause? As far as I know, I but I'm not sure. I, it's been a while since I checked in. She's St. Louisan, right? And she's a singer. What Allison Krause? Oh, maybe I'm wrong on that. No, no, maybe she's not. Gretchen Wilson. She's from Illinois somewhere. She's no, I thought she was here. from down down like by Cape or something. Allison Cross from Decatur, Illinois. Nice. So it's the area. Okay, yeah. And what's funny is when he made this statement about, hey, I'm jumping off the road because of cancer and blah, 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 he also uh, felt the need to mention he's got a new album coming out in October. Panic at the Disco, their singer, uh, Brendan Yuri uh, has come out as pansexual. Quote, if a person is great, then a person is great. Said in a, in a new interview, says, quote, I just like good people. If your heart's in the right place, I'm definitely attracted to men. It's just people that I'm attracted to. And he is married. He's got a, a wife of five years now. He says, quote, I'm married to a woman, but I'm very much in love with her. But I'm not opposed to a man because to me, I just like a person. So can you imagine, Jeff, you telling your wife all of a sudden you're pansexual? I wonder what I wonder what my wife would say if I just said, you know what, babe, I'm pansexual. You know what? Here's a little something I want to discuss over I, dinner. I also, at the same time, think like, what's it? What's it really matter? Yeah, as long as you keep it in your pants, because, it's sexual. Because he says, you know, he <laughs> says, "Hey, I'm attracted to women. I'm attracted to men. I'm just attracted to people." And uh, I, I love my wife. I'm married to my wife. That's what I'm attracted to right now. But you know, I'm attracted to it's people. Your, I mean, it's your, your wife, and that's I would think you'd be attracted to her forever. Right. I mean, he, that's what he's saying. He's he just is. adding on. He's saying, "Hey, I'm also attracted to, oh, okay. to to men." Yeah. He's not saying like, "Hey, I'm I'm no longer want to be with my wife. I'm going oh, okay. to men." Okay. He's saying, "Hey, I am attracted to not men, to not women. I'm attracted to people." Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, different story. As long as, like you said, as long as you keep it in your pants, it's all that matters. Is Christian? How do you say his last name? The soccer player. It's- 
Ronaldo. Got you. Uh, he may be the next Kim Kardashian. He is reportedly in talks with Facebook for a new reality show. He's shopping the show to Facebook Watch and could get for 13 episodes $10 million. Definitely has an interesting life that we could watch. He's got four kids, including newborn twins that supposedly birthed by a mysterious surrogate here in the United States. He's also rumored to be engaged to Georgina Rodriguez. I'm sure she's ugly. Uh, the mother of his daughter, Alana. Everybody's going to Google right now. Who was born just over seven months ago. So he just had a kid with his girlfriend seven months ago. And then he just had twins with a surrogate from the United States. This screams reality show to me. Hmm. And that's not all he's doing. He's also launching a superhero series called Striker Force 7, uh, based on well himself, and along with a scripted soccer TV drama series as well. So a lot of things in the hopper for Christian Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Thank uh, you. I'm wondering why it's not like he needs the money. He's very, very into himself. So I would why? imagine why would that... You do that? Like you don't need the cash. Like the Kardashians, that's their brand to be out in front of people and and the Twitter and the Instagram right. and the reality shows. They need that to keep the the machine going. Yeah, Ronaldo Ronaldo doesn't need that. No, he doesn't. I just li- I think he likes to see himself out there. I, I think he yeah. likes the idea of being a superstar. Yeah, agreed. But he yeah. is without that. Yeah, but I think this is just another thing. Like he is no—he's a superstar because he's known for being a dreamboat and a soccer player, and now he's going to be a reality television star. Yeah, you, and you break. I would think dif- that would sully the image. I mean, uh, he would break differently in the U.S. too, because soccer's not where you're going to break in the U.S. The, hmm. When you in, in Europe, what does he need to break in the U.S.? Just, well, I mean, you know, just because you're the biggest band in England doesn't mean you don't want to break in America. And he's huge in Europe. And look not at it this in way: way look here. at what you've done in radio, and now you're branching out to the guitar. Same thing, really. That's right. You're going to be a superstar. It's, it's the actually, guitar. I am the exactly. exactly. famous in radio. Portugal. What? <laughs> Every time you have a good break, you take your shirt off and pose, uh-huh. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if the Riz House ever gets a dog, I have the perfect uh, dog house for you. Cut. All right, next story. Yep. Uh, Kylie Jenner's doghouse. You should look at this thing. Sounds pretty awesome. Uh, her dogs have a, a damn, it's a standalone mini condo. It has air conditioning. It has heating. It has real windows. It has a porch and a white picket fence. She's got two greyhounds for sure. She may have a sure total does. of and nine dogs. Dog house, huh? Supposedly. Probably more expensive than my actual house. Yeah, greyhounds or Italian greyhounds? Uh, all I saw was greyhounds. I don't know what they're their really? lineage completely was. They're Italian greyhounds. They're oh, tiny. Okay. I was say, like, that, that doesn't seem like a big dog. Sorry. Let me see what the house looks like. Wow, that is a nice house. Tony, show him the house! Oh, my God. Not the residence. David Cassidy's ashes have been tucked away in a, crema, uh, a crematorium unit uh, since his death in November. His, his ex, Mora thinks that something bad's going on and uh, she thinks David has already been forgotten by the entire family because his remains are just sitting there. Uh, She thinks they are dishonoring his memory by letting his ashes just sit in a storage. Uh, She says she's so upset she can't eat, she can't sleep. Family says, relax. It's crazy as ashes are in an ice cream shop. (laughs) What? Crematorium. (laughs) I want M&M's in mine. (laughs) Do you guys care what happens to you after you're dead? <laughs> Let's go to Maggie Moose and see David. Want to? <laughs> you can just fold him into some chocolate fudge for me. That'd be great. For real, though, do you care? No, yeah. I, I don't. You do? Sure. It like, you I do, think, I like, do you, too. You think your memory is associated with whatever, wherever what your is? cells go? I have no go? idea. No, nah, but I mean, I, I... What? I'm the type of person where... Uh-huh. 
I, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily really care, I guess, but I do because I think it's a crock. I want I I would like to have a normal funeral. My opinion, once you die, it's no longer up to you. I think it's up to the the people that loved you and are going to miss you and how they're going to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's why, why when I, Jeff I dies, write down what I want. That's why when Jeff dies, we're shooting him right to the moon. Uh-huh. Thanks, man. <laughs> and by to the moon, yeah, you, that guy over there. Now I got to cover you in Jeff's ashes. So here's the plan that the Cassidy family has. They're waiting until the the summertime, which. It's here now. Saratoga Race Course in Saratoga Springs. He was a huge horse racing nut, and he wanted his ashes spread around the racetrack, which he used to go to for about 30 years. So that's what they're going to do. August 18th, Saratoga hosts the David Cassidy Memorial Race. Well, they're going to throw his ashes out there. They're going to throw his ashes around. You don't want to be behind the lead horse on that. No. 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 Uh, all right, and finally, some people in the room, I'm looking at you, Riz, we're hoping for a post-divorce spread in Playboy, but is not to be the next project for that Christina Almosa from Flip, oh, uh, Flipper, Flip, Flipper Flop. Flop. Yeah, she's not going to be doing that, sorry. Uh, she's opening a drug and alcohol rehab center, uh, possibly more than one. She's partnering with a friend and her pastor. So I'm thinking if she's going she's into business for her pastor, her, her pastor, she ain't getting them out anytime soon. She says, quote, I love to fix up a house, but I also love to help people. That's my calling. Well, I I was watching that flip or flop show. I think we were watching as a as a family the other day. It's a good show. Yeah. And you look at that guy. What's his name? T- Tariq? Yes. Tariq. Tariq. Tarek, I believe, is how And they're divorced now. Mm-hmm. Man, talk about a guy that outkicked his coverage. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> very, wow. very much so. Yeah. Wow. On TV tonight, ABC's got The Bachelorette. Fox has So You Think You Can Dance. NBC has American Ninja Warrior. I just saw this uh, direct message from a uh, Team Riz member, Doug. And I guess if you go into the 30 Seconds Tomorrow show tonight and you're a Team Riz member, everybody's going to be hanging out on top of the hill in Section D on the lawn. Oh, yeah. Cool. Section so all D. All you Team Riz members out there, Section D on the lawn tonight for the uh, 30 Seconds Tomorrow show. I forgot that's the night over at the uh, the amphitheater. Yep. yep. Have fun, kids. Patrico's got your sports here in a second. Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you how to spend your money, but yeah, I think, you know, to be honest with you, this kind of makes sense. If you're gonna if you're gonna spend so much money on a car and you're afraid to drive it, maybe there's a better place to use your life savings. A new study looked at which cars people put the most miles on and which cars people put the fewest miles on. So I tell you, the average person drives 11,518 miles a year. Not this guy. I'm way above say, average. I don't think anybody way, in this way room. Above average. Yeah. Way There's above somebody average. somewhere bringing that number down. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking U.S. national average, 11,518 miles a year. And the cars people rarely drive are basically all expensive sports cars. Mm-hmm. People with Corvettes drive less than 5,000 miles a year, which is around 60% less than average. People with uh, Porsche 911s also drive less than 5,000 miles a year. And people with Mercedes SL-class convertibles, Mazda MX-5 Miatas, BMW 6 Series, and Ford Mustangs also drive way fewer miles than the average person. Well, the Miata is probably not running most of the time. The Mazda, <laughs> the Mazda MX-5 Miata is pretty is a nice car. Yeah, it is. 
You know, with the Corvette, though, I bet that it's probably because it's a second car. That's what right? I'm saying. It yeah. makes sense because you have that kind of money. That's your second car. Right. And that's the one that you take out on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, a Corvette is not your everyday driver. No. And maybe it is for some people. I don't know. Yeah. So what cars do people drive a lot? Big SUVs and minivans. People with Chevy Suburbans average over 14,000 miles a year. Wow. Which is 25% above average. And people with GMC Yukons and Chevy Tahoes and Toyota uh, Toyota, uh, Sequoias. Honda Odysseys and Pilots and Cadillac Escalades also average God. over 13,000 miles Think of all the, all the gas mileage. Did you say that? All of those vehicles. Did you say, and somebody in the chat brings up a good point with the sports cars, I think they could be retired. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's not normal every I'm day. I'm thinking and, mostly second second cars for people. Yeah. Think about those cars that you just said there, as I was just I was trying to throw in there. Those are such big cars. And you people that have been in Europe more than me. I've never been to. Well, I, I mean, I've been four times, but that's it, really. I've never been. The SUVs in Europe are almost non-existent, correct? Uh, yeah, depending where you are. And even like the vans and the bigger cars, you yeah. can still see over them. They're still smaller. They yeah. just hold more people. It's just like the United States is the place that has these big gas guzzlers, and every place else pretty much no, correct? Yeah, but gas mileage now is pretty good Yeah, on, on everything. Yeah. It's getting there. Yeah, that's why there's no. That's why they don't make the the little bitty trucks anymore. I'd imagine, right? Because the big trucks are getting so such better gas mileage now. You don't really need the mini truck. So I had my Jeep. When did I get my Jeep? I got my Jeep last August. So yeah, I've I almost got nineteen thousand miles on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I I got the car with four miles on it. Does that tear you up at all? What? The amount of miles that are on your vehicle? No. Do you watch that? Do you, when you get in, do you look at it every no, time? No, that I'm not leasing, and yeah. I bought it. Damn, when I was leasing cars, damn right I was looking. Yeah. I got my car. It had, I think, 13 miles on it. It has over 150,000 on you. it now. I know. Look at this guy. Crazy. And it's not paid off yet. I, I've, I, I think I have 12, 13 payments left on it. I've averaged uh, 19,000 per year yeah, on my I, truck. I averaged 19 to 22,000. When I was touring, it was like 6,000. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm. Almost, I'll be about eighteen, nineteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've averaged in the four years that I've owned my truck. And listen, we drive a lot. Mm-hmm. We drive downtown here to our various, uh, you know, appearances and the whatnots. I basically my car is just for driving to and from work and and to, to gigs. Yeah, and that's ninety nine percent of those miles are, are work miles. So you don't ever, as a family, just take the top off the Jeep and just go for a drive or anything like I, that? I, we, we did the other day. But that's not, just tooling around town. Yeah, not a whole lot, though. That's just tooling around town. Yeah, yeah. My, my wife's my wife's car is the primary car. Like, if we're going somewhere as a family, or even yeah. if it's just us two going out, we take her car. Yeah, it's my wife's car, too, is the, is the family car. <laughs> I have 150,000 miles on mine, and my wife's car is the car that we use. The family the car? Yeah, well, you live crazy. in Eureka? Yeah. You drive downtown every day? It's Yeah, it's a little over five years old. Patrico lives in Kansas City. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. 
Uh, sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cardinals lost to the Giants yesterday, 13-8. to Miles Michaelis was announced as a uh, all-star team member, so his first nod there. Uh, you can vote in Matt Carpenter. He's part of the final fan vote. Go to the website to do that, stlcardinals.com. Uh, Cardinals are off today. They play the White Sox in Chicago on Tuesday. First pitch scheduled for 7-10. Miles Michaelis gets the start there. If you want to see the full roster, you can go on the blog. I've put a link up there, 1057thepoint.com. Uh, yesterday it was announced uh, by Jeremy Rutherford that uh, the Pat Maroon, a hometown guy, signing with the Blues. Not just Pat Maroon, the Pat Maroon. Uh, yep. It looks like uh, nothing is official. We do not know yet. Uh, I also saw um, a couple different tweets later than Rutherford's tweet at 7.30 that said nothing was made official. That say the deal is supposed to be finalized today, could be announced as early as later this afternoon or tomorrow. So who knows? I had the guy at the... Uh the melting pot yesterday asked me about the Pat Maroon deal. Really? How do I know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, Riz, what do you got, man? Come on. You like hockey fans? Yeah, all right. What do you think about Pat Maroon? On tsn.ca, 25 minutes ago, no deal between the Blues and Maroon yet. But yeah. as you said, it's expected right. today, tomorrow, maybe. Uh, finally, here the World Cup semifinal matches are set. France will play Belgium tomorrow, and Croatia will face off against England on Wednesday. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, check out the blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Well, two people on drugs thought they were being chased by aliens. Turns out they're just fireflies. No big deal. <laughs> Beware the Terminator. Criminals can steal your password and banking details by recording the heat left by your fingertips on a computer keyboard. That's for your paranoia. And bananas could be on the brink of extinction. Check it all out. 1057thepoint.com slash uh huh. Bananas? On the uh, on the social media side, on Twitter, we got a little poll going on mm-hmm. in regards to the next real or fake punishment. And damn near a 50-50 split the whole day. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of votes, and it's still pretty much split down the middle. I'll just say, is it a full week with Carl? Or go on full Robin Williams. <laughs> Vote on our Twitter page at R-I-Z-Z Show. Patrico, video of the day. Video theme this week is, wow, that's terrifying. And this one truly is terrifying. It's a view of deep in the ocean, and the floor of the ocean is just literally thousands of crabs. Oh. And it is terrifying. It'll make your stomach turn. Check it out for yourself, 1057thepoint.com slash pinch. Riz. All right, events to tell you about Wednesday, Patrico and another point blood drive at Munganass Motorsports. Mm-hmm. That is from, uh, he'll be out there from 2 to 6. Oh, you, no, the blood I'll be drive there from 4 to 6. six. The blood drive is from 2 to okay. 6. Blood drive is 2 to 6. Uh, Moon is at the QT in O'Fallon. Which location? O'Fallon, Illinois? O'Fallon, Missouri. Missouri. It's Missouri. That's Thursday from noon to 2. Saturday and Sunday, Patrico, custom sounds on the rock road from noon to 2. I may be coming by, actually, on uh Saturday. Swing on by, man. It's their tent sale. And I need is, myself a new radio. Dude, incredible deals happening out there this weekend. <laughs> why, why are you shaking your head? <laughs> radio. Radio. I need myself a new radio. New radio. <laughs> All right. We leave you with a selection from our team, Riz, member of the day. Shout out now, Jamie Schultz. One more time. Way to go. Yeah, you did that. Hey.